advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am. Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Oh, that's nice. I'm going to make a crutch. I got a bad can. I don't know if it was shipping or got frozen, but mm. it's got a bulbous bottom. It won't sit straight up. Yeah, it does. Mm. <clears throat> oh, but I got a bulbous bottom. I don't. I work my ass off. It's gone. You got flat ass. You do. <laughs> Dave was like, you do. <laughs> I, see, I synced it. I synced you it. Do, yeah. I saw I it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's I just these it. pants. No, it's yeah, not. It's just these pants. It's not. I've been doing lunges. No, actually, we wouldn't know if it was just those pants because those are the only pants he ever wears. So. That's true. I should wash these at some point. You wear a belt? Yeah, I got a belt. For what? <laughs> well, because it has to hold my ass. Yeah, if there's no it ass, then oh, it's yeah, just true. gonna. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just for some reason the image of those like used car lot wavy guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that came to mind because they don't have an ass. Yeah, like the the thought of the, your pants falling off cuz you don't have a belt, that was the image that came to my mind. Just I like don't know. It just thighs the yeah. back. Yeah. 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 And that, the waviness. That's that's your uh your Nordic name, thighs the back. Thighs the back. <laughs> <laughs> no. We used to have a friend of the family that had zero ass and uh they actually like would wear like these fucking uh, prosthetics. Like, like prosthetic things, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, I'm not a roll with it, man. Yeah. I mean, some people, some people, yeah. I mean, some people can't deal with, you know, their body, you know, right? women, some men, you know, like the people shooting oil into their muscles and stuff, you know, that shit's fucking (laughs) So we should probably talk about that at some point. Like that's, you've never seen that Dave? Oh, Dave will freak the fuck out if you saw. It's called synthol. They, 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 They inject and cement. They put cement, like, and they inject it into themselves. You they see the have... guy that did it to his dick? No. Some dude did that. He no. put, like, synthol in his dick <laughs> until it's, like, oh, geez, I don't know. It looks like his fucking tube sock, dude, because they, they, that's what it's filling is, like, a fucking athletic tube sock because they couldn't show it on the documentary or whatever the fuck thing I was watching. And it's some dude put that shit that they put in their muscles in his dick. But it doesn't work anymore. Like, you probably can't feel no. anything. You can't no. get hard anymore. So what's it worth? Shit looks know. like a whiskey bottle on a sock. No, I guess it's like. Oh, you mean the guy, ego. the sock guy? Yeah. This, oh, yeah, the sock guy. Oh, man. It's like it's like 20 story. inches long. Like, it's like. Where are you seeing this? It, there's a documentary about this guy. Yeah, like, I can't like what a, it was. Yeah, it's a weird. Mm. He was Synthol. hanging. Wasn't he hanging weights off of it? Synthol. What's worse, him or Tiger Man? Uh, oh, God, that Tiger one's weird. Uh, you mean so. Tiger King? No, no. Tiger there's that man. dude that sharpened his teeth and his uh, eyes are all. What crazy. about the lizard guy? Oh, lizard guy. That's guy. what I'm thinking. Lizard of guy. A lizard guy. 
Yeah. He started That's who Brent was talking about. You like said to... Tiger King, and Brent's yeah, talking about yeah. the lizard guy. Yeah. What's well, yeah, a tiger guy? I think he looks like a tiger. No, he's a lizard. He has scales. I think it might be both. He has scales. Yeah, it's a man with a 10-pound penis. Says yeah. he feels great and says silicone boost. I don't know. He's 9 inches long and 5.5 inches wide. No, that's a different guy. I think so, too. Cause yeah, the sock guy was... That was like a documentary about the sock guy. And he wouldn't take it... He wouldn't unwrap it. Because he's supposed to have the biggest penis in the world or whatever. And he wouldn't unwrap it, though. He, like, unrolls it or some shit. Yeah. Like, I remember the video it's, being crazy. Yeah. He's, like, unrolling it in, like, a tube sock. You know, like, you can't do shit with well, that. He's got thing. it like wrapped no, up. Like, he probably can't yeah. even like jerk off anymore. He's like Indian. He's Indian or something. I don't remember what it looks like. I remember. It's like, it's like mummy. I guess that's the price you pay. You know, maybe he made a bad deal with the devil at the crossroads. Yeah. Like, he, I want to, the genie wish I that want goes the, wrong. I want the biggest dick on earth. Done. <laughs> Done. It's Good luck of, walking. It's full it's of synthetic. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me see. It's that guy. Yeah, that's, that's the guy. Yeah, that's it's the, guy. the size of his leg. Yeah, well, it's not the size of his leg. It's closer to his arm, probably. It looks like there's blood dripping off of it or something. It's just it's a bad sock words. choice. It's really, I don't know, man. Jesus, that's, is he Mexican or? It's too much. The fuck is wrong. He's with 54. People? He has an 18.9 inch penis. He rejects the chance to have it reduced. That's the. This is the sun. Uh, reporting this. Is that the guy? That he he was even born though that he way can't he have. No, he he stretches he it, it and it. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there he is with the pants. You like that? Yoga flame. <laughs> let me see. Let me see the yoga leg. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It looks like his knees dislocated. Whoa! <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we have a whiskey um, from the wall. It's Bell Mead, aged to perfection. A small batch handcrafted sour mash whiskey straight bourbon. I think a Matt forty-five percent alcohol. You got that in Nashville for us. Oh, it's yeah, from Nashville, yeah. huh? Belmead wow. Bourbon, pre-prohibition brand. We know a guy who lives in Nashville. Um, my stepdad lives. So my it's from my Math, real dad lives in Knoxville. Matthew hmm. D. Adams. You know, I feel like it's dis whiskey. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be hot. I think it's going to be hot and cinnamon. Mm, it smells cinnamon. Smells, smells a little warm. It smells, it does. smells warm. It does smell warm. I'm thinking hot with a, with a cinnamon kick. It's got some kick. fumes coming off of it. I sm- uh, wood chips. Smell, wood chips. Yeah, I smell wood chips. You getting smokiness? Mm, like wood yeah, chips. a little bit. I smell like wood chips. No. Ooh, with the nose. Ooh. Come it's to your hot nose. In front. I went up my nose. hot in the very front, but I think not I'm just acclimated. Elsewhere. I mean, but I've been drinking a bunch more than you guys tonight. But no, that, it wasn't. It was smooth. It really was yeah. smooth. It was smooth. But when I when I Almost breathe, a bitter on the sides of my tongue, a little bit in the back. It, it tastes good, actually. It tastes very really good. good. Uh, but the, the the fumes, I'm gonna call them. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna call them. They went into my nose. I, I didn't get that. that happening. Yeah, they came up. Maybe it was the way I. Maybe yeah. it was the way I took maybe it back. Your tilt. Because I, I, I took it back, and then I kind of breathed out of my nose, and I got that that yoga flame out the nose. Because I got spice right at the front of the tongue, which I did, normally a little bit. never a little happens. Bit. It's normally like farther back, but then it was fine going all the rest of the way back. Is it yoga yeah. flame? Did I, did I happen to tell you that I've been playing Street Fighter? 
Like, no. that's weird you get brought up Yoga Flame. Well, he did. He brought up Yoga no, Flame. No, I know, but pants, I've been playing yeah. Street Fighter for like three yeah. days. And, and then I said Yoga, fine. Yeah. Yoga Flame. Right. My yeah. son got like Street Fighter mm. V or whatever. It looks like Tekken, though. It's like some new version, but the yeah. moves are the same. Yeah. And I warned him. I was like, he's like, you want to play Street up. Fighter? I was like, I'm going to destroy you. And he was just like, whatever, come in here. And then obviously I destroyed yeah. him to the point that he was like not wanting to play anymore. <laughs> that's, uh, and I was like, what's bro, his name? Uh, David. This is from my generation. Damn it. David Schmidt. No. Uh, uh, he beat me at Tekken. No. What's his Kimmy last Schmitt. name though? Schultz. Kimmy he beat Schmitt. me at Tekken. No. Sh- uh, Schmuck. Schmuck. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. He whooped my um, ass at Tekken. I think. Yeah. No, he whooped your ass at Street Fighter, Street Fighter too. Yeah. He whooped your ass at everything you went up against him with. Yeah. He smoked me, dude. He did yeah. fucking smoke me. Yeah. Um, you should have told your son, like, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no David, David Schmuck, Schmuck, but I'll go home and, and wreck relinquish right my now. title and yeah. let him know that there you go. he's now third. Yeah. Right. That'll make him feel better. You're not second, you're third. Yeah. No, he was cool for a little while. He was just like in amazement of me fucking stomping him. But then it got to the point where it was like, I was doing the shit where like, you know, I'd low sweep. He'd start to get up, head kick, low sweep, head kick, or you didn't uh, even get a chance. Oh, you were trolling him. Like didn't yeah. get a chance yeah, to fucking yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, KO. And he's just like, God damn it. You're being a dick. I didn't even get to move. Yeah. And I was like, you're being a ah, dick. just timing, bro. Sorry. You know, took a little while to get used to the place. You didn't like, controller. did you let him beat you? Um, no, no. What an asshole. My, uh, did I ever tell that story? I beat my brother 37 times on Street Fighter. My mom was fucking freaking yeah, out because my brother was fucking throwing a fit. Right. And so I told yeah. I told Maddox that. I was like, yo, I was like, this one time, like, I, yeah, Gammy, I can't got, let you Gammy win. says she's going to take a Sega away if I fucking didn't let your brother or your uncle win. And so I fucking walked out there and let him win. And I was like biting his head with Blanca, like shocking him and then biting his head, shocking him and then biting his head. <laughs> and he's fucking losing his shit. And we're about to lose the Sega. They're going to take the Sega away. Yeah. And my mom's like, you go out there, you let him win. I was like, if I let him win, it's going to be worse than me beating him again. Yeah, because he's like, going to say. Be worse. He's going to call me in here. Yeah. Like, she's like, right. you let him win. I okay. walk out there, boom, he wins the next match. He's like, you let me win. He fucking loses it. He freaks the fuck out. We lose the Sega. She takes it away. I don't remember yeah. how long we lost it for, a week or something. So I tell him, I was like, look, this is how it goes. Like, so don't be a poor sport. And for like two nights in a row, he was cool. And then finally, he was like, well, it's because. <laughs> This you got Chun Li or you got Ken you got Ryu I was like I'll be Zangief dude like Zangief I'll be the big shittiest and slow. guy yeah and so I picked Zangief and then he picked Chun Li and I was like oh fuck he's gonna I'll step, be up. He's gonna step on my head and fucking good. turbo kick my face like I was yeah. actually worried he's gonna get they me they got Sandra on there no dude no no military chick no there's uh there's weird ones on there. Um, you have to unlock them. It's kind of some bullshit. You have to like play the campaign to earn uh, like yeah. fight coins to buy like uh, like we unlocked Blanca up, yeah. so far, but like E Honda, you can't use some of those what? people unless you unlock. Can't the, them. You can't do the fucking fast hands. You can if you pay ten bucks to get E Honda or fight through his campaign or something to uh, get the coins. I just keep showing up and, well, and apparently him. your son's not good enough to fight through the campaign. Well, he actually so. finally beat me a couple times, but because he had some weird kung fu dude, but. Anyways. Oh, you didn't know the moves. Yeah, oh, you didn't know the, the trickery there of was the some drunken dude. some drunken kung fu guy. I was uh, like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing. It was weird. It was uh, very Texas guy. But yeah. it had been a long time since so I played Street Fighter. We had a good time. Until he got he got a little poor sport about it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm not playing anymore if yeah. you're gonna act like that. Yeah, if you're gonna act like your uncle. Yeah. If you're gonna act like Uncle Adam. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's fantastic. <laughs> uncle Adam whooped my ass at Call of Duty though. Yeah. I can't play Call of Duty like that. No, that's uh, the that's the thing. I, I encourage you not to let him win. Yeah. Because if you sat down and played any other fucking video game with him, he would fucking oh, chew you up you. and spit yeah, you Yeah, he was like, you want to yeah. play Rocket League? And I was yeah. like, fuck, he's going to smoke me at that. But that's where you play like soccer with mm-hmm. cars. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll yeah. play that. But we just didn't do it yet. Yeah. Maybe that tonight. sounds lame. No. Play that's a real game. pretty fun. Yeah. You could play a game you played together like Destiny. You're on a team. On a team? 
that are playing against each other. It's not time for that. The matches are quick. You know what I mean? You got like three minutes here and yeah, there. And so you can do out. you can do crucible where no. you're going and killing other people. Not really. Yeah, just hop in there, kills people, yeah. get killed. You need two playstations done. or can you do split screen? Uh, no, you need two playstations. Uh, I don't have two playstations. Yeah. You play PC and PC. PlayStation? You can play PC. Oh, yeah. I could do that because yeah, they're right next PC. to each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So speaking of uh, PC, our patron children. Oh, need a shout out. Oh. <laughs> Contributors. Um, or or speaking of PC, podcast.com. Podcast. Oh, I was going to say podcast correctness. I like that too. Yeah. I'm trying to make a big happen with PC, but it's oh. that's a stretch. Well, I don't, uh, I don't know. I was going to penis chili. <laughs> Pussy cunt? Does that yeah, work? That, I, don't know. I was trying to get the chili in there. I, don't know. I think uh, Brad's yeah. marketing wise, I think Brad's was slightly better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So edge, anyway, edged you out there a yeah. little bit. <laughs> we like to thank our uh, patrons. Um, and again, if you want to support the show, you can always share and like uh, our our posts. Uh, you can buy merch, or you can uh, upgrade and no longer be a fuckface peasant. Uh, go into Patreon and and pledge for as little as a dollar. You get bonus episodes. Um, we dropped two bonus episodes this week. We normally only do one, um, mm. but uh, we always uh, throw out extra content. We give out prizes, and you get different swag, surprise shit. You're in the drawing for our random uh, prizes that we give out, et cetera. So and we give away an Elio Cotego prize every week, too. Like we do. Fridays, I post that. You guys yeah. could go and just all you got to do is just put it on Reddit, on Instagram, if on Facebook. If you're following, you know. Yeah. If you're not, you right. don't. Like, yeah. we pick from all platforms. Lately, it's been Reddit because there's been better ones on there. Mm-hmm. But if we post it on Facebook, we just ask for participation. It doesn't mean we're going to pull it from that post. We just need you to post El Yucateco yeah, 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 yeah. and participate. And we'll, yeah. We will send you shit. Yeah. We're going to send a yeah. giant jug this week. It, El Yucateco needs to know that we're creating a buzz. Yes. And that's that's what we're doing. Yep. So. So they like it. We like it. We like to thank some of our patrons. So our first one is, I don't know if he's shy. I don't know. Or if, if he's LaBeouf. But it's just Jacob. Jacob, didn't we do this one? No. We do Jacob? Definitely more than one Jacob Jacob in the world. Because the next, I don't remember the next one. I don't remember Jacob because that's pretty... uh, I think think the only thing I remember about him is like, I I think I met him once and he just had a ladder. You know what I mean? He was just walking Mm. around with a ladder in his hand. And And he had really short pants on. I was like, is that his? Is that Jacob's ladder? It could be anyone's ladder, really. He's holding it. I assume it's Jacob's ladder. I think you devoted way too much time. Yeah, to Dude, he had to get some more time. <laughs> you were about to move on. Oh yeah, I was because he just yeah. said Jacob. There's no, you can't do anything yeah. with Jacob. He gave us sure money. You, you gotta give him something. You could have sex with Come him, on, bro. You could fuck the shit out of Jacob. Yeah, you could do all kinds of stuff. To Jacob. Oh, how about this? My mom used to always say, and I've searched. Speaking this of fucking shit, ass. Yeah, something. <laughs> my mom to speaking wake us potatoes. up would say, "Wake up, Jacob! Patty caught a bear." Hmm. That's weird. And I was, and I searched it not too long ago because when Vaughn's waking up, I it's like in it's like branded Ingrained in my in consciousness, you, yeah. and I say it yeah. to him, and yeah. like no one else would have a clue what the fuck I'm talking about. And I finally Googled it, and I was like, it's got to be some old folk song. It's got nothing, nothing. There was she like some rhyme. song that, that was it her rhyme. To that was her rhyme. That was about waking up because yeah. there's a bear, but it never had the line. I do up, a thing with up, my kids, and I bear. don't remember where I got it. And it's funny because like my daughter's 16, she'll like spend the night at a friend's house. And we'll either message it on Messenger or she will have to say it in front of her fucking friend. And it's, I, I say, I love you forever. She says, I like you for always. I say, as long as I'm living. She says, my dad, my, at some point we did this weird thing where she says, my Faja 
you'll be. She goes like German with it. And then I say my Daja, you'll be. Not always, but she usually does the German <laughs> thing. And then I say, we say, I love you at the end of it. And then my son, I say, I love you forever. I like you for always, as long as I'm living. He says, my dad, my daddy will be. And I say, my baby will be. But he's getting old enough that I feel like it's about to get weird yeah. with yeah, my should baby. should be that way with your 11. daughter. Yeah, you need to switch that yeah. up. So I don't know. He hasn't switched yeah. it. He hasn't gotten creative yet. Because I still that. call my oldest my baby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we do that every yeah. night. I say that. And it's a back and forth thing. Yeah. And then I always do. There's been some times where I was like, my son's not going to do it. He's staying the night at someone's right. house. Right. And I call him and he's just like, my daddy will be. Like he's all quiet about it. You right. Know? It's a little right. weird. Yeah. So I don't know where I got that. So the Jacob so swap thing. out swap out the my baby you'll be to Street Fighter I'll beat you. Oh yeah. man, just yeah. rub it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I've been yeah. in a lot of trouble lately because I've been yeah. pulling some shit where like it's not okay. Where yeah. he doesn't want to go skate, and I'm like, dang, is your like it's because you have sand in your vagina? Like I'm saying shit like that. <laughs> and then my family's like, not. They're like, really? And he's just like pissed. I was like, it's all right, dude. We'll get some cream. Mom's probably got some cream for that shit if you need to go skate. He's still, just, does he still have long hair right now? Yeah, he's 11, oh, so I'm yeah, talking so serious yeah. shit. Like yeah, 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 I'm yeah. I'm pulling yeah. out the big guns yeah. now. Yeah, and talking yeah. real talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, Jacob. Wake up, Patty Cotter Bear. Wake up. Uh, next, uh, <laughs> wow, correlation sensation. Oh, that's a podcast. Oh, is it? Is yeah. it? Okay, never heard yeah. of it. And I, I, I retract my side. Those dudes are a trip. Uh, did you go to? No, we, we met in. When? we met him in New York, where? Um, inside whatever the place was. With the last the place we were in New York. Um, no, no, like a bar. Uh, I fucking don't remember. No, it wasn't the, the main place. bar. Last place we went in New York was uh, like an ice cream parlor, remember? I don't remember either of you being there. Because I went to the main bar, and then I went back because I was wiped out. Yeah, that was New York. That was the whiskey bar. Yeah, I went to the whiskey bar. bar. I didn't go to We met him and hung out with him, and I've talked to him about his podcast. He has a very strange podcast, um, Correlation Sensation, and they do like, they speak about crazy shit, but they go like, you can do these things and I can talk to you. I swear to God, that's an, that's a very accurate, uh, like of their podcast. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't get it, but that is how their podcast goes. And it's like an, an hour of that, huh. of them describing like medical terms and shit. I don't get it. It might be some Monty Python fucking weird shit where I just don't, I don't get it, huh. but that's exactly how the podcast goes. It sounds Dave, just fucking like Dave's that. when you're doing, <laughs> when you're, when you were performing their podcast for them, uh, Dave's look, at me was. I, mean, <laughs> I just think it's not for everyone. I don't know, man. That's, I need to listen to it. Yeah, it's just like that. To it. Super trippy cover art, though. Like he's really actually. He might have made like fucking that one for us. I'm, I think he might have made the that. llama card. No, the pigeon. He might have made <laughs> the electric pigeon. You're pointing right at a llama. I'm, card. I'm pointing through that to oh, the electric pigeon. Yeah, it's, you're he pointing might at have drawn the electric llama. pigeon for us. Uh, I think. Okay. Um, but really his, his handwriting's all in cursive and stuff, so I can't remember his is name there right an now. Electric pigeon over it's there. It's hanging. On it's the on the wall. The laser pigeon over the, there on the, the wall above the couch. The artwork above the sofa above uh, the money above money the couch. Pillar in my way. Yeah. yeah. Then we have Shaolin Zen. Fuck yeah, man! This is another one. Yep. This is. I could at least get behind that. Yeah, I'm. I'm into that. He yeah. wears orange pants. Yeah, probably orange and an orange robe. top. Yeah. Yep. And he well, can do the, flips and shit. You know, karate style we did was, you know, Southern Shaolin Kung Fu, yeah. Chinese boxing. And he's know? zen about it. Yeah. I don't mind it. Chinese boxing is dope. So. Michelle Kick-Ass Guzman. Oh, people are just getting out of control now. She's trying to pick her own nickname. You can't trying to pick your own nickname. You can't do no. that. No. No. no Since name's... you can't pick your own nickname, we're no. going to say it's pick-ass. <laughs> 
Pick so ass Guzman. Michelle, pick, pick your ass, ass Guzman. Guzman. That's your I was going to say something, but that's just better <laughs> on so many levels. Like so. mine was way worse, but that was way better. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. We appreciate it. It doesn't you. always have to be great. We you know? appreciate you. Yeah. And then thanks. Um, pick ass. You pick ass. Nicholas Brown. But he beats his girlfriend. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, you got that yeah. from Jimmy He's an R and B singer and he beats his girlfriend. Yeah. Not oh, always. Not right, always. Yeah. But right, if yeah, they go yeah. out yeah. drinking and his, shit. His his girlfriend Rhiannon. Yeah. Right. He, he punches her up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Where's right. a wife beater? So there you go, Nicholas Brown. You shouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. That's bad behavior. Bad. Some maybe there is his cousin Nicholas Kelly pees on people in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> is that actually the next patron? No, oh. that'd be great if it was. Yeah, that'd be. A, how would they get together? Oh, Nicholas Kelly is cousin. Oh man! So there you go. Uh, thank pees, you for being pees our on sixteen-year-olds. Thank you for uh, eating El Yucateco. Thank you for going to Podbelly. Uh, dot com to listen to excellent podcasts and learn how to podcast and you know that i i so was just like doing the podcast i this is like the first time in a long time that i i forgot that we're doing a podcast <laughs> like, I forgot, like we're live right now and i completely forgot i zoned out was just like talking just, to you guys what is this microphone <laughs> i'm usually like pretty aware that this is happening right and yeah. i was just like whatever talking well, then you've guys. had just enough drinks yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you're at the perfect yeah. sweet point. spot the perfect actually a little bit left of this can you tweak the screen so i can see the clock as what? What's going on here? Oh, my bad. There you go. Thank you. I have time phobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What other phobias? Do I you have, have time dysplasia. Uh, open bodies of water. You have. Uh, I don't like. You have a fear of, of flying. I don't have a fear of flying. Yeah. Fear I'm okay of, till turbulence happens, and then I become religious. Like, medicine too bad. I have a fear of uh, open bodies of water, a fear of gray aliens, and a fear of time. I but only under certain circumstances. I'm I'm afraid. I'm a. I am afraid of. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of. I'm deathly afraid of getting old. I'm very very afraid of getting old. Here's what I, it's I'm, like, and it's something that's inevitable, which makes it worse. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, if I do this or that, I don't have to. That's not going to happen. No, I'm going to get old, and I'm very afraid of it. Like, it's, right. I am like, I have a problem with mm. it. We don't have to talk about that really, if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we don't I, have to i'm just yeah, saying i'm just I'm, saying like I, death yeah, anxiety I, is a thing no not death it's not the dying part it's, it's the old. being old and not being able to do the things i want to do like watching old people and yeah i yeah it's no it's happening already man i i drove uh i went to my aunt and uncle's and i drove past like my old neighborhood and i was like man i used to run up that fucking wall right there like a ninja like yeah. parkour status i was like that's how i got in the cafeteria i ran up that wall it's yeah. like fucking 12 feet high, grabbed the ledge, pulled myself onto yeah. the ledge, ran up the next wall, pulled myself yeah. on top of the cafeteria. You're, you're the white Jackie Chan. And would proceed to jump across yeah. buildings and shit. Yeah. Like I was crazy when I was younger. I can't, I, my knee would fucking just Fuck fold. Yeah, you can't even do uh, easy jiu I bet I could grab the ledge. I don't know if I could pull my fat ass up there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Dude, bad. I used to just scale shit back It's in not the even day, about dude. being sore or injured. Like I've been injured all my life. You know what I mean? Like I, I've been injured all my life. Like yes. things have happened to me. I've, right. I've been hurt and that's fine. It's the, it's the literal being old. Like the only thing I'm going to look forward to is, is like stealing bananas from the store. <laughs> you know, like the Johnny Knoxville, yeah, like yeah, banana yeah. when he's trying to steal the yeah. bananas is the old man. Like yeah. that, steal a whole that type of stuff. Dinner, yeah. My friend, I think that's what Go I'm going to, I'm going to be horrible when I'm Go old. Big. I'm going to be an asshole, yeah. like really bad. You're yeah. halfway there. I'm going to fuck kids yeah. up. Right. Yeah. Worse than now. Yeah. 
The other thing is if you get your kids on it, you don't even have to be that old. You could just walk out with a cart full of Thanksgiving dinner. And then if someone stops you and starts getting all pissed off, just train your daughter to run up and go, oh, my God, daddy, there you are. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He does this sometimes. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Like, he's got dementia. Like he's got young set <laughs> dementia. Young onset, like, early like, onset dementia. Like, <laughs> I am oh. so sorry. Like, and then she just apologizes. And then you keep and walking out with yeah, the yeah, turkey yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. 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 So Man. if you get a partner, you're good. Even if it's not your daughter, you could just get, you know, some just a kid. That's even creepier. Yeah. That's even just better. a midget. Yeah. 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 So right. we're on 23 minutes. Yeah. Our topic is Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571. I knew that was going to happen. I wondered how long <laughs> I didn't know it was going to right be away. First that's why that's why we did 23 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah because at least that way we had. Yeah. At least best. that way there's like 23 it's minutes. Be 23 and then, minutes and then that, that shit. Say it yeah. again. I'll do it again. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting. The. Those of you who don't know, this is the sort of famous uh, plane crash in the Andes Mountains. Um, the movie where, Alive. The movie Alive was based on. Now, I didn't know anything about the movie Alive when it first came out, and my brother um, went and saw it. That's pretty crazy. And he came back, and I was like, what movie did you see? And he said, I can't remember the name of it. And I was like, what was it about? Everybody was dead. And his summary was a bunch of Mexican guys eat each other's asses. <laughs> that was his summary wow. of the movie. That was the adult. That's theater. not really. Yeah. That was, <laughs> he was at cinema 19. That's, that's yeah. just, it's yeah. wrong in many, many, many ways. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, it's partially correct. It's close. Yeah. You're getting there. Cause if you're going to eat somebody, I mean, the ass but they weren't is the Mex- most supple they weren't part. Mexican. They weren't Mexican. No, um, they were close and they ate the whole bodies, not just the ass. Yeah. But um, I had to, I had to appreciate that it was a very. He could have had yeah. a career in in movie being a movie like summaries, yeah. yeah, like summaries. And I I watched that movie like I, I didn't watch it when it first came out, um, but I watched it years later and it was just on and I was like I never fucking watched. Mm-hmm. It. I knew what it was about. Mm-hmm. You know what Alive is about? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ethan Hawke is in it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fucking like. I didn't watch it's, it on purpose, like because I always have the problem of like. It's but really, you've seen it's, it before. Oh, so. yeah. I have it's not, not actually bad. seen it. No, oh, it's really? not. It's not like a gory movie. It's right. not like where they're fucking hacking up body parts. Like I wanted frozen, to watch it, but I, I watched like, a history yeah. documentary from the History Channel that was like one and a half hours, and then I watched another forty-five minute one this morning. Right, and then yeah. I read everything about it I could find on the internet, and I right. watched a bunch of interviews with the actual. Survivors. Yeah, the, the bodies are frozen. You know, they keep them frozen, mm-hmm. so it's not like some bloody gory thing. They yeah. don't want to actually eat the people. Right. Obviously, right. they're their friends and fucking teammates this shit's um, tough man. This is real yeah tough. It's, it's a it's rough a, one it's i mean it's the donner one. party it's the fucking yeah, you know, shit bad shit happens if you're in this situation what do you do right do you it's the fight or flight it's the fucking right. we live or you are gonna be the one being eaten right you know can you get is, over and, that and can you live with it i remember when i watched the movie i was like so the galley is in the back end of the plane yeah the back end of the plane broke off yeah. as the plane was crashing we'll get into all those details later but i remember in the movie i was like so once you've crashed and you've survived and you're getting ready to eat someone's ass don't you think maybe we should look for the galley like there's what's food, the galley like where the food is well, i don't search, know man you're in the mountains small man plane. like that, you're that like only... well no they've the, well a there wasn't really any food in the galley because it wasn't a passenger plane. Yeah. But B, they found it. They did find it. The the first team that left 
found the galley and there just wasn't very much food in there it. There was like chocolate, then, a couple of meat patties. Right, but then, yeah, there was doing, some, yeah, there was some candy bars or some like shit. Like doing yeah. the research and we'll get to it. Like once this team finally left to try to scale the mountain and get home, the entire, like all the survivors watched them for three days climb this summit you like this see tells them. you how you difficult yeah. the terrain and impossible the terrain Dude, is. In the, it took them three days to climb this summit, and they only had three days worth of food. So once they got to the top of the summit, and one of the guys was like, "I can't fucking do this. I need food." He just fucking slid down the hill and in was back hour. in an hour. Because he used a damn your That tells you how yeah. bad the fucking terrain yeah. was. Well, so even one, finding the tail days. wasn't an yeah. easy feat to fucking. I mean, do. I can't. I can't speak to say it's entirely relatable to me, but they were at fourteen thousand seven hundred feet, and I climbed Mount Whitney, which is fourteen thousand five hundred feet. And but so see, that's two hundred feet shy. It was the altitude though. Yeah. is fucking. Oh, it's crazy. Rough. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. There's ninety nine switchbacks on Whitney. Yeah, and every it looks like and nothing, a bitch dude. Ain't one. And bitch ain't one. You get to the corner and you're like, I'm out of fucking breath. Got to the corner, out of breath. Got to. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you cannot get your fucking breath. Right. Right. Yeah, Let alone breathe. be. They were like sixty days in. Yeah. And starving and had eaten their fucking friend's ass. Like, and you know, they're melting snow on a fucking solar That's stone. all they eat now. I mean, lot, lot, at least they had a lot of ass to eat. Yeah. I mean, like, they'd be eating ass like groceries. Well, they were rugby players. Yeah. They probably had juicy asses. Uh, they had big, thick thighs. Yeah. But it's just like, I, it was relatable in that fact that I was like, I have been in that cold right. in that altitude. Right. And it's in, horrible. And I was entirely and fucking, You were prepared. I was prepared for it, yeah. sort of. And not in a plane crash where right. I just eaten my fucking friend's butt. Like, it, it, that's terrible. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. I know, especially if like me and Dave crashed with you and you died. Yeah. There'd be no butt to No butt to yeah. we'd, 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 we'd be horrible. Yeah. We'd, we'd be debating the merits of eating a, a scrappy beard. Yeah. <laughs> Demoted <laughs> to the merits of eating a scrappy beard. That's Dave fair. Moten, 2020. <laughs> So, and on the third fortnight, I was demoted to the merits of eating a scrappy beard. I could see it there, looking like the down here, up there hair. It was horrible. <laughs> Lacking nutrients, I could tell. No protein to be found. Split ends. <laughs> How Still far could I possibly food? make it? Yeah. Still old food stuck in it. <laughs> the scent of an oil. <laughs> it it smelled like oak it moss. There. Yeah, oak moss and sandy burr. <laughs> It'll have to do. <laughs> Cuss you in your flat ass. <laughs> so, um, the so the weird thing is, it was an Air Force flight because apparently nobody flew over this mountain range. Um, that fucking, was fucking plane was treacherous. Cursed. Yeah, 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 man, the plane was bad. So there weren't commercial flights that did this route very often. So the it's a um, actually rewind a little bit. This more. is the takeaway. Don't so, don't get on a plane. Don't get on a shitty commercial plane. Yeah. yeah. So members, I thought it was a bigger hot shit sports team than they were. No, it was an amateur rugby team called the old Christians club. And they were from Montevideo and they were supposed to play a match versus the old boys club, which was an English rugby team in Santiago, Chile. Hmm. And I was looking at that and thinking like, this is like fucking south Pro. america like yeah. what the fuck why is it freezing cold but then it's like oh but they have to go directly over the andes mountain yeah which separates the it two wasn't countries. yeah it wasn't freezing cold it yeah. was just it was fucking mountains. that that yeah. spot that they wrecked in yeah right so on october 12th i guess of 1972 they uh got the air force twin turboprop fairchild fh 227d 
around 200 of those planes were made and like 33% of them crashed. Oh, wow. Like the plane was like known for being problematic and the pilots referred to it as the lead sled yeah. because it was so underpowered. That's why they ended up taking the route that they took because it couldn't go high enough to make it over. It, it could, but it, it was, was super risk. risky yeah. because to try to get that plane to get to the elevation of like yeah. 22,000 feet didn't make it. It just didn't want to get up there. And it was like, it, it would use too much fuel. You might not make it all the way where you're fucking right, going. Right. So it was easier for them to go ahead and make a giant ass fucking you and try to go through a portion of the Andes that had a, that had an opening. And so they could cross over and then come back up. Right. And that took an extra day. Yeah. So they left on October 12th. They landed at their first airport, fueled up, stayed the night. And then on the morning of the 13th, they got up to make the last leg of the journey and cross the highest peak that they were going to cross. And I don't know if that was um, the decision that was made because they flew straight to that point. But that that was weather that made them stop and stay oh, there. Oh, was it? Okay. So I don't know if they were going to head over to take a left and fucking head south. Maybe fuel up again and go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they were supposed to stop, but they ended up staying there because of weather. So maybe, yeah, maybe they're just fueling up. Maybe. So it was 40 passengers, five crew. Um, and the, the captain of the, or the club president, um, of the sports team was like, Hey, we've got 10 extra seats. So you guys can bring friends and family. And so they brought friends and family. One person who they didn't even know, uh, bought a seat, um, cause they were going to their daughter's wedding, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and then so a bunch of family uh, uh, got on board as well. The the person in charge of the flight, who was a colonel, um, had over 5,000 flying hours, and he was with a lieutenant colonel who was a newer pilot who had never flown this route before, and, and I, they put him in charge of In the, the documentary I watched that some like crazy pilot was like, 5,000 hours in the world of pilots is actually not that good. It's not that's that much. Not oh, really? a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's not a lot. Even though he's the most experienced of the two. And he should have like 30 or 40,000 yeah, th- hours. That was like not yeah. considered a lot of hours. Well, the other guy had less than that. Yeah, a lot. Um, and fucked up. It was, it was like his first time <laughs> trying to make it through the Andes himself. That was right. his training mission. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, which you'd think you would do that in an empty plane. Mm, you're in know. the air force. Yeah, the, does, the other pilots if there you were in the air force. It seems like you wouldn't cram a bunch of passengers. Uh, in, like that's called a test flight. Like you don't No, like, He's been flying. He's just never done that trip. So that I think that the actual pilot should have been a little more involved and be like, yo bro, yeah. you're not where you think you are. Yeah. So yeah, a storm front over the Andes forced him to stop overnight in Mendoza, Argentina um, even though there's a more direct route, but they didn't think the, the craft could make it. Um, so they, uh, fly out the next day. Um, and in that morning, the conditions hadn't improved. Um, but they thought that it was going to improve by the afternoon. All the weather predictions were that it was going to clear up and they were like, so you're good. You know, you can take off. It'll clear up by the time you get there. Um, they I waited guess just storms just happen over the Andes yeah. because of that sheer yeah. elevation. Like the wind comes in and hits the top of those fucking mountains and just crazy shit happens right. up there. Right. So they didn't leave until two eighteen PM. Um, cause they were waiting for the weather to clear up and they fly, um, to head over a radio beacon because unless you go over the radio beacons, like when you're in range of a radio beacon, you can communicate with the towers. Right. Otherwise, there's no communication. So they had to fly to this one radio beacon so they could report in their their location. It also makes sense anyway, because if everybody From a navigational knows, standpoint, yeah, it's a navigational standpoint. And also, if your plane goes down, we you know, you were last seen at this radio at beacon. At this many minutes so, at this speed know, yeah, headed yeah. this way. Yeah. Um, 
so they uh, they radio the airport with their position, and they say that they'll reach uh, eight thousand feet at three twenty one p.m. Um, at that point, the air traffic controller passes you over from one side of the Andes to the other. So the it gets passed over to the, the um, handoff. Yeah, it's the handoff point. So at this point, the the air traffic controller at the airport in, in Chile are the ones that are now communicating with them. It's their their responsibility. Um, so the pilot, um, the main pilot, had flown this exact route twenty nine times, and the co pilot had never flown it, and they. Um, end up uh, getting um, up to 18,000 feet and they can't confirm their location. So the fog is still bad. The weather's getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. Um, the They don't really know where they are is part of the problem. They should know too, though, even on the cloud cover, like they know how many minutes it was supposed to take like 11 minutes to go where they were supposed to go. And the, that co-pilot guy was like, Hey, we're about to pass this place and only three minutes had passed. So they right. kind of knew right away, like well, something's wrong, right? You didn't cover that distance in three minutes. So something was fucked up right there. But like, the tower was, didn't question it yeah. or didn't call them out. The tower just said, Oh, well, if you're a minute out, then in this much time, go ahead and start your descent. It's probably just a lot of autopilot. When I say autopilot, no pun intended. I'm saying like, normal like yeah if you're there go ahead and descend like they're just like saying right shit. right right they're looking at the thing they're talking the radio comes in they're just doing auto response there's no radar up there like there's no you're not tracking the plane it's just we passed this well, you're radio going off beacon. Of what, you're going off what they're telling yeah, you. yeah yeah we yeah. passed this radio beacon um we'll be at the next place in one minute and even though everybody there was like should be like seven more minutes yeah right. but the tower's like that's fine descend at this time and the other thing is he got turned around so he turned on a heading of 14 degrees but he should have turned on a heading of 30 degrees so he was completely off his time mark which means his speed was off yeah. and he was completely pointed in the wrong fucking direction well kind of i mean he's going well i guess he had a 15 degree difference or whatever is going to be a in pretty, the long run that long run is going to be yeah. a pretty right substantial distance yeah so they start to um descend because everybody thought that's what they should do um the Part of the problem might be that there is a navigator on the plane, but he's in the tail. Hmm. Like when they crash, yeah. which I read that detail. I mean, no one ever brought it up. But at one point, we'll see it in a minute. At one point when there's deaths are starting to occur, maybe, maybe he the was navigator already, is in the tail. Like maybe at the he moment, was already eating ass. He obviously was. Maybe. It's like at the moment where that motherfucker <laughs> needed to be there navigating, he was in the back of the plane. Yeah. And it might just be because it happened to be a training flight where they're trying to teach this guy. Like maybe the pilot's like, no, don't worry about it. We're going to let him figure this out. Like maybe it's like, what if you didn't have a navigator? I don't like, know. Like you need to be able to do this yourself. Yeah, but you also navigator. need the navigator You're just flying. shutting his mouth in the back seat. Yeah. But and, then when, he, and then when like, hey, this is going to be a crucial thing. Like, no, so when think about it when here. He's like, think okay, about it. I, did you just turn 30 degrees? And did you just tell those motherfuckers we're a minute away? Because we're seven minutes away. Like, Yeah, I'm not trying to defend. Like clearly it's fucking operator error. But when you've done it 29 times and like, he just probably just like, oh yeah, we're good. You're good. Go ahead. Like I see guess, clouds yeah. or the fucking thing, whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. 
It just seems so routine. I think you just take it for granted. Like Maybe. you're just not thinking I think about it. It just seems up. like that's the that's the pivotal moment. Like that radio tower talking to the like that's those are the only few minutes where the They're navigator really yeah. needs to fucking, fucking be true. Yeah. You know Jump up I mean? here for yeah. one minute yeah. and go back and do whatever yeah. you want. Um so as the aircraft starts to descend, they hit crazy turbulence because they're so close to the mountain. Um, and the turbulence, uh, at first, everyone was laughing about it, but then they dropped uh, several hundred feet out of the clouds. Yeah, I watched the documentary, so they, they have like some reenactment stuff, and then they talked to the actual survivors that made it, and they said like, oh, at first, like the movie was happy, they're going to play, they're throwing the fucking rugby ball around, they're laughing and shit, and then all of a sudden that turbulence hit, and they kind of joked about it a little bit, but like they dropped several hundred feet. And then as they cleared the cloud cover, they were like, hey, that's the mountain. That's a mountain. Like, I don't think you're (laughs) supposed to see mountains like beside the plane. Like, yeah, we're in some shit. Yeah, like between mountains. Like, like, this feels weird. Yeah. And like, shit got serious, but it all happened so fucking fast that they really had seconds to realize, like, oh, oh, something's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the aircraft ground collision alarm sounded. Um, and then everybody started to freak out. Think if you're the pilot, like if you're this poor guy. They fucking panic and fucking. just pull back to the point that they try to like redline the engines and the plane's almost vertical mm-hmm. because they're trying to gain altitude so fucking fast. But they said that he must have, uh, I don't know what they call it, but there was like a dip between the two peaks of the mountain and that he like strategically, what he did saved them, even though what he did killed them. Um, he was able to get the nose up through that fucking spot. So they could crash. So proper, that the, the, the fuselage yeah. missed that. Like they said, yeah. it's a hard it thing to They would have all been dead. Basically. You want to use the word yeah. like it's fucking a miracle. Yeah. Um, in what happened, even though that's like, you don't want to say a miracle because everyone, all the like all those died. people died. And it's but terrible. they just would have hit the mountain. But they would have just smashed into the mountain and like, the well, fact everyone would have died. Yeah. They made it through. The fucking wing hits, the tail hits, the other yeah, wing so, hits. So the the what starts to go down is he he goes over the ridge at three thirty four p.m. I'm not sure how they have that time. I guess it was in the black box, um, but he so barely makes it over that the tail clips the rocks and just rips it um, off. Yeah, and just rips off. Um, the and there's people in there, like some people fucking get lost right then. Yeah, there's the like, navigator. There's three people in there, right? Right. There's three people back there, and one of them was the navigator. Yeah. Um. In the yeah. in the back. Navigate this bitch. Yeah. The next collision breaks off the right wing. Um. And it said that it tore the vertical stabilizer and the uh, tail cone off. Um. Oh, that's when that happened. So the the lower part of the tail cone clipped the ridge, but didn't come off yet. Then the plane spun, the wing came off, and then the wing Tore knocked off the, the tail. tail. The to tail the point cone. that one of the props came through the fuselage yeah. because when the wing that was tore the off, next wing. Yeah, the other wing comes off and the fucking ta 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 like they show like a complete like digital reenactment of it. It was fucking horrifying, like just terrible scary. Yeah. So the tail cone, when it detaches the rear part of the fuselage with two rows of seats. Um, part of the passenger cabin, the galley, the baggage hold, which was one of my other questions, was like why are you all freezing to death? Where's the baggage? Well, the baggage was fucking torn Doesn't off. matter. They were yeah. going to Chile. They weren't yeah, yeah, going to yeah. be in the snow. They right. were dressed yeah, right. for cool weather. Yeah. yeah. Or for warm weather. Um, and then, uh, so huge hole in the fuselage in the back. Um, the people get sucked out the back. Um, it climbs up another 660 feet for a couple more seconds. And then the left wing hits an outcropping and tears off the wing. The propeller chops through the fuselage. Um, 
it uh, the front portion of the fuselage fuselage um, <laughs> flies straight Farge, through the yeah. air and then lands on the other side of the slope at 220 miles an hour. And that's the part that's fucking crazy. That thing lands and smoothly toboggans like at 220 miles an hour. Mm. Down like, all the way down this fucking thing, two thousand four hundred yeah. feet, and it misses like so much crazy shit. I mean, there's fucking rocks left, right, glacial mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. fucking. It's ice, yeah, and it goes on the snow like a fucking sled at two hundred twenty miles an hour, and comes to a fucking rest into a like it smashes into a snowbank, which kills yeah. the fucking pilot and co-pilot. Yeah, but. It fucking, they said like the way that it landed was like, it, it couldn't have couldn't been have more perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. as far yeah. as a crash goes. Some people surviving mode, right. yeah. So they're 45, uh, they're 50 miles east of the planned route. So no one's even going to be looking in the right location. Um, of the 45 people on the plane, uh, three passengers, two crew members were killed when the tail section broke off. Um one, a few seconds later, two other people fell out of the rear fuselage, and Fuck. this is fucked up. One of them fell out and survived his fall, um, and then during the thaw when they found him, he survived his thaw, but he stumbled and fell down a, gla- a glacier and was asphyxiated by snow that fell on top of him. Yeah. So he survived falling out of a plane and then the fucking snow killed him. The insult to injury just continues on this shit. Like there's just no no rest. I just kept thinking of the fucking Battlestar Galactica TV show. It's like, there's just a whiteboard with the survivor's number. And like every day you just have to erase the number and drop it. Cause shit just keeps fucking going. Last accident. Yeah. So four (laughs) died from when the fuselage hit the snowbank. It ripped the remaining, the remaining seats from their anchor and then threw them into the front of the plane and killed everybody in the front of the plane, including the team's physician. So the doctor died on impact as well as his wife and, and some other people. Um, the co-pilot when they got out, like they were just dragging bodies out and trying to figure out, like assess the situation. The co-pilot asked for a revolver so he could shoot himself because he was so fucked up. He said, "Give me the revolver just so he it's his kill revolver himself. that's yeah. on him because yeah. he couldn't reach it and he was pinned." Well, they didn't do it though, they no. get, because they wanted the information from him too. They said it was vital to figure out, like navigationally, he was the only one that kind of had an idea where they were at. Right. Um. And I, so Even I think that was really the, their motivation behind not giving him the revolver because yeah. right. he was fucking wrecked yeah but he didn't know where he was at he didn't really know anyway <laughs> no. he was yeah. off he In fucked up one of the books uh that was written by the survivors the guy uh, roberto canessa who was the main he's the guy who did the climb right he's he one like of the, the big, he's fucking, one of the two one yeah. of the two big stud guys he said uh, recalling the crash i was thrown forward with tremendous force and received a powerful blow to my head i thought you're dead I grabbed my seat and recited a Hail Mary. Someone cried out, please, God, help me, help me. It was the worst nightmare you can imagine. Another boy was screaming, I'm blind. When he moved his head, I could see his brain and a piece of metal sticking out of his stomach. Oh, fucking rough, dude. Terrible. You know, like the only thing I can think of that would be worse is if your family was on board. It was like something like, I know that's that's like that. That's like the. That's the worst. Like from in a scenario yeah, for me, yeah. like if your family was there, like that right. would just be. And for the most part, it was people's parents. Yeah, it was like you know, they're going I, to watch. I the brought game. my mom to watch yeah, the game. It yeah. wasn't really people, and most of them were too young to yeah. have kids and stuff anyway. But it was. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's horrible. The main player in the story, his mom dies immediately, and his sister is so fucking mortally wounded that his story. Listening to him in the interview was just terrible because he said all he could do was hold his sister for eight days. 
so that she didn't die alone. She was going to die. Yeah. There was no, yeah. medi- med- yeah. no medical stuff. They had yeah. no medicine. There was no way to fix her. He, he could offer nothing. He was just completely helpless. All he could do is just hold her. Hold her just be there. And she couldn't talk. She would just open her eyes and look at him. And then she finally died in his arms yeah. one night. It's like terrible. fucking shit. One guy, terrible. Uh, a guy named Enrique Platero had a piece of metal stuck in his abdomen. Oh, and when they part- crashed... Um, he got up and he had to pull the metal out and several inches of intestine came with it. But then he still went around helping people get out of the plane and whatever. Everybody Fucking was like, beast right there, like I mean, people yeah, had broken limbs. That's what an adrenaline will do. Fuck yeah. You know, like when you're in an accident like that, like a, that's a lot of people fuck. all like all things considered did well in the crash. They had like a broken leg or whatever, but every single person who had a broken limb died before they could get rest. Anyone that oh, had a, sure. at least a compound. It was probably compound. Yeah. yeah. They're going to bleed out. Okay, right. That's going to be bad. Or you get an infection. But one of them, the guy who fell Ugh. into a coma for three days actually lived, didn't he? Yeah, no, he's the main guy that hikes out. Oh, that's the main guy. He's the he guy had, that hikes out. He had a skull fracture and was in a coma for three days, and then he's the fucking badass. Woke up, and he's like, all right, out. we got to get up this mountain. And it's funny. They showed, because they set him aside. They pulled right. him towards the entrance of the plane and left him for dead. They thought he was they dead. He was dead. And he laid there for like three days, and they talked to like a neurosurgeon on the uh, documentary that I watched, and they were like, the only thing that you could possibly do is lower his body temperature. Oh, and that's what, they what did. you would need to do. And because he was sitting there in the like freezing the fucking temperatures, um, it kept the swelling of his like uh, brain down long enough for whatever to subside because he had some crazy skull fracture. And then he started to come two, three days later. And then they walked, they went over like, Oh shit, he's alive. Yeah. And he ends up being the fucking one that saved yeah, him. That's crazy. That's dude. Nuts. Fuck. Yeah, because they would have probably all been dead. That dude's a yeah. beast. He that guy is a, beast, is a fucking dude. beast. Even it's the amazing. talks he gives. Yeah, he's motivating like, he's him. He's just fucking... like fucking like no, I mean like now. Like oh, yeah. watching the interviews with him, he's just like fucking go get it. Fucking speech, you know. Yeah. It's like don't be a pussy. Was, yeah. He just wanted I mean, his fuck. dad. His whole thing was he wanted his dad to know that he he was alive, that right. he made it, he didn't right. die, and he was like freaking out because like no one knew that they're okay. Right, and he was just determined, man. So they, man. the think of the think on. of the motivation you would get though from like like going out there and like that shit happening to you and then you pushing and surviving that. Yeah. And then somebody comes at you with some bullshit problem. Yeah, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Dude, like, the, have you ever ate your friend? Yeah. Your teammate? Your yeah, buddy? Yeah. Have you ever ate their mom? Right. Yeah, shut the fuck up. So Did you ever have to set your mom and sister aside so that no one would eat them? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what he did. Yeah, because we're getting real here. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, they had people that were like that. Like one of the guys that they kept interviewing on the documentary was he had climbed Everest. He had summited Everest seven times. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, That's what an crazy athlete. motherfucker does an that athlete. shit?" Jesus Christ! He's just looking at some normal dude, and he yeah. had summited seven times. He's talking about the fact because he has done the climb because they were like one of the first ones to climb that mountain. It wasn't even named, right? And they climbed it with no gear. Yep, he had like. Four pairs of socks on, two pairs of pants, plastic bags on Wrapped his fucking on his feet, feet. Yeah. Like a fucking a piece fucking, of something to try to sort of have a walking stick. A fucking three man sleeping bag made out of fucking insulation yeah, that they yeah. that they sewed with Snuggled copper wire. In. Yeah. And then a fucking sock full of human flesh in his fucking pocket. Yeah. That's what he had to fucking go. Three days worth of food, what they considered three days yeah. of human flesh in a fucking sock. Yeah. And he's like, they climbed that shit and went. It's like that guy Brad was talking about at the beginning of the episode yeah all those fucking miles though with zero equipment (laughs) 
I don't remember what the, the fuck sock, it was. sock penis. Oh, the sock guy. <laughs> um, that's three days oh, worth of penis food for sure. Yeah, you got a week there. Yeah. I don't know if anything's yeah. in there though. Like, yeah, that's, that's the, true. true. Uh, he won't ever take it. Oil, he won't yeah. ever take the wrap off to show. Yeah, anybody. well, God, God bless him. It could it's be got to be a horror show. It could just be nothing. You could yeah. just have a fucking normal sized penis. Yeah. He could be all skinny at the base, like yeah, a sock yeah. full of so, sand. You yeah. know, like it would be all stretched it's out. It's going to look like the world's looks like longest a king raisin. Snake. Yeah, it looks like a king snake. It's all black <laughs> world's and red. World's longest raisin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you heard that through the grapevine. Old, old prune cock over there. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker has a bunch of Dr. Peppers ready to be made. Oh. Or it's just like the skin's so stretched, it's just translucent. You can just see like fucking uh, blood yeah. pumping through it. Blue oh, veins. Well, doctors Jesus don't Christ. have to touch them to take his pulse. Yeah. Just oh. remove the sock and count. Yeah. Like a sea cucumber. He's <laughs> <laughs> a seaweed sea cucumber. Okay. So, oh my god. Um. So if this episode wasn't bad enough, yeah. <clears throat> so um, they start to send the search craft once they realize the plane's gone missing. Um, the planes come by for 11 days on three different occasions. Plane, they planes flew, flew over by, like, and they could see them, but they couldn't, they had nothing to light a fire. They couldn't do anything. Yeah. And they just, they couldn't see the white fuselage against the white snow. Um, at one point they tried to write uh, SOS on top in, in lipstick, lipstick yeah. but there wasn't nearly enough lipstick. No. <laughs> like that yeah. one. Like, we got the top of the S. I should have thought this out before yeah. I scaled this. Yeah. Um, so um, on the 11th day, they called off the search and said, no one's alive. It's impossible. There's no I think food. on the There's eighth no day, water. but they actually heard it on the 11th day. They, oh, eight, they, they searched okay. for eight days and called it off, but they had the transistor radio working and they heard over the radio that the search had been called off on the 11th day. So they, they, yeah, they found a radio in between the yeah. seats. They connected it to some copper wiring so they could uh, have a huge antenna, antenna and pick it up. And that was like, they were all super happy because they had a lifeline to the world and they're listening to the news talking about them missing and there's a search. And then all of a sudden they find out the search is called off yeah. and it's just fucking super heartbreaking. And then it was weird. Like one of the guys, so in, in a book, uh, called alive, the story of the Andes survivors, um, one of the guys that was there said um, Gustavo came out of the aircraft and seeing their faces knew what they had heard. Um, a guy named Nikolich climbed through the hole in the wall of suitcases and rugby shirts, crouched at the mouth of the dim tunnel and looked at the mournful faces, which were turned towards him. Hey boys, he shouted, there's some good news. We just heard on the radio that they've called off the search. Um, inside psychology the crowded aircraft was silence uh, as the hopelessness of their predicament um, enveloped them they wept why the hell is that good news and Paez shouted angrily because it means that we're going to get out of here on our own Right. And like it was, and it actually like bolstered wow. their morale, like that weird. We're going to fucking do move, it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. We got Nobody's going to do yeah. it. We're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, fuck that. So the, the first night, five more people died. Um, just from temperatures, yeah. exposure. Yep. Um, 27 people crammed themselves into the fuselage, which was eight foot two by nine foot 10. A lot of people, but you know what? To your benefit people. at that point, though, because you need that body. Yeah, heat. you do need that body, heat, dude. Um, they crammed luggage and seats and snow to block off the torn open part of the fuselage. Thirty below zero. Fuck, dude. Um, Fahrenheit. Then they got all creative. One of the guys figured out how to get water, um, and then take sheet metal and set it in in the sun. 
Um, and then it acted as a <clears throat> solar collector that would melt the snow and then they'd pour the water into wine bottles. So they had, I told water. the story about how I cooked the hot dog with a solar oven that I made Yeah, and it turned green and I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom loves to tell that story to fucking everyone. <laughs> um, to prevent snow blindness, they had to make sunglasses using the sun visors in the pilot's cabin, um, wire and a bra strap. So they had three pairs of makeshift sunglasses. Otherwise, you'd get snow blindness. So you couldn't even really go outside. That's a trip. That that's a thing. I've thought right. about that before, though. Like, if you go out where there's like sidewalk, like, and it's yeah. fucking Bakersfield bright, yep. it, it it will do that shit to you. Yeah. Like, fucking a, yep. you can't see anything. Um, at night, they learned that they had to pee inside of the rugby balls and empty them in the morning. Because that way they didn't have to go out because they had to seal themselves <laughs> yeah. in. So it's like it was a huge pain in the ass to open the plane back no, up and man. get outside. I had to piss so bad. I had altitude sickness and we were like, we weren't quite all the way up the first night. So maybe we're at like nine, 10,000 feet. And the fucking wind was blowing so hard that the tent was folding. It was inches from our face because the wind was so hard. It was blowing the tent. So it was in my face and I had to piss so bad. I was like, I'm going to stick my dick out the fucking zipper or something. Like, I don't know what to do, but I needed to piss. And I was like, I don't know if I fucking, I got up and unzipped and stood in like 50 mile an hour winds and pissed like away from the wind. So my piss just took off off the mountain, right. probably freezing in mid fucking air to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, so yeah, fucking, it was a fucking sickle. Well, that was the other thing they said about the rugby balls was they said that it was better to do that because it was so uncomfortable to pee in that cold and have it immediately be freezing oh, because it would get on you and be freezing instantly. And Dude, they, I had my nose would not quit running. This is gross. But like I had like my whole beard was like fucking frozen snot sickle. Like I had frozen snot down my fucking face and shit because it was negative two degrees or something on the summit. Mm -hmm. And we fucking, it was, it was just freezing. Like my jacket had frozen fucking snot right. and shit coming right. on my nose. It was the right. most wild shit I've ever done. Oh, yeah, I would have died crazy. though. Like I had help. Like I, I was not doing well, but I, I did not prepare for it. We didn't acclimate to the altitude. I got there the night before. <clears throat> that shit's rough. Yeah. Altitude sickness is no. rough. Oh, I was just yeah, dry man. heaving. I couldn't eat. I barely get water. Our water froze. Like yep. we had water pouches under our jackets and that shit froze under our jackets Damn. and then the, all the water was frozen over so with like chip holes and then get the filter in there and the filter froze it was gnarly dude but did you have to eat the people you're with i didn't eat anyone no right? yeah it wasn't yeah. as bad i then. really couldn't fucking yeah. eat i was just you didn't eat up. ass i was dry heaving mm -mm. yeah not that time no if it would have stopped you from dry heaving would you have ate ass fucking maybe dude i felt terrible <laughs> <laughs> i felt terrible i'm here to ask the tough questions yeah yeah you know so they had <clears throat> all told <clears throat> food wise they had eight chocolate bars, a tin of mussels, no pun intended, three small jars of jam, a tin of almonds, a handful of dates, candy, dried plums, and several bottles of wine. Mm. Um, a guy named Parado, they were trying to make their food last That's so Nando. long. That's the guy. That's the guy? Yeah, Nando. He ate um, a single chocolate-covered peanut over the course of three days. Wow. <laughs> One, why? why one I don't understand. I, I don't know. I thought about that a lot when I read that too, because I was like, maybe if you eat it all at once, your body's not efficient about it. Like it just fucking uses it up and goes for it. It's a chocolate covered peanut. I don't know, man. I don't think eating half of the chocolate covered peanut one day is going to make any difference. It to might your because biology. your blood sugar would spike a little bit and completely be gone where the next day you would get that little blood sugar spike again. I, I mean, it's you're minimal. Blood, you're not getting a blood sugar spike from a third of a chocolate covered peanut. A little bit. You're I talking mean, to Brent here. Yeah, I've not eaten for seven days and shit. And like food affects you different when you haven't really, really eaten 
but I don't, you're right. That's such a small caloric, like, like if you're saying a third of a chocolate bar, yeah, no, a third a of bigger. a peanut chocolate. And it peanut. could even be mental where it's like, at least you fucking yeah, masticated. Like you fucking was, ate yeah. something. Yeah. I wonder how long he kept it in his mouth too. He just said, right. Just, oh yeah. As long as he could it up, make it a melted, peanut butter. Yeah. Um, so their food went away really quickly. There's no animals on the glacier. There's no running water on There's the glacier. There's nothing above, no I think, 12,000 feet or something. It just it's turns just, to rock. Yeah. Snow, ice, and rock, you know? I remember crossing that line and going, wow, there's fucking nothing up here. Yep. So after a week, um, they some of them tried to eat the cotton inside the seats and the leather on mm. the seats. Yeah, they, turned into it just, they turned into cone heads. Yeah. Well, they just, said they had read like in the in times of like the Great Depression and starvation that people would uh, eat leather Stalin, belts and leather yeah, shoes and shit like that. But yeah. this stuff had been so processed, like it wasn't chemicals. It wasn't back then. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't eat it. Yeah, like, right, right. It wasn't just cow skin. Yeah, it like, wasn't actually some leather strap. Yeah, it was right. fucking. It was pleather at, in the seventies. That shit was pleather. Mm-hmm. Not even real. So then, um, so again, Roberto Canessa in his book talks about it, and he says our common goal was to survive, but what we lacked was food. We had long since run out of the meager pickings we'd found on the plane, and there was no vegetation or animal life to be found. After just a few days, we were feeling the sensation of our own bodies consuming themselves just to remain alive. Before long, we would become too weak to recover from starvation. We knew the answer, but it was too terrible to contemplate. The bodies of our friends and teammates preserved outside in the snow and ice contained vital life-giving protein that could help us survive. But could we do it? For a long time, we agonized. I went out in the snow and prayed to God for guidance. Without his consent, I felt I would be violating the memory of my friends, that I would be stealing their souls. We wondered whether we were going mad to even contemplate such a thing. Had we turned into brute savages or was this the only sane thing to do? Truly, we were pushing the limits of our fear. Yeah, they they talk in the interview. The guy was like, I was scared to even say it, but I was thinking it. Mm-hmm. And I told the other guy thinking that he was going to fucking think I was going mad. Like, I think we should eat the pilot. And he said, when he finally, he's the, the furthest thing yeah, it's away like from detached, yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. brother, not, right, it's not yeah. one of their buddies. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not a person, but yeah. it's like, yeah, whatever. it's not even the co-pilot who did this to us because yeah. we yeah. talked to the co-pilot before he died. Yeah. yeah. The, the pilot was already dead. Like I never said a word to that motherfucker. Yeah, and I think that's probably, probably the difference. I think too, is like, I don't detachment. know what can, cannibalism by definition, because there was a lot of judgment as to what they did when they first got back. But I think cannibalism is more like you're killing to eat. Yeah. To do it. This is like a survival. Yeah. They were already dead, and on, in a lot of times there was consent, even where it's like, if I die, you if can I eat die, me. eat me. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, right. yes, I guess it's cannibalism because you're eating humans. Well, by definition, yeah. it is cannibalism. Right. But but by by you purpose, didn't kill to do it. Yeah. yeah. So no. it's a it's a different. thing. They're not like a tribe of it's, cannibals who just eat people. Right. You know? There's, there's right. some morality right. lines, and there. a lot of them were. So. Uh, most of them were pretty hardcore Catholic and. They there was like a turn where they went from this is an immortal sin and we're going to go to hell if we eat the flesh until someone kind of had the big idea of body of Christ. Of, but it could kind of be more of a body of Christ situation. Yeah. And then they said, I was like, going to say that that doesn't make any sense. Like John fifteen thirteen says, no man hath greater love than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. And people were like, oh, you're right. We should eat their ass. Yeah. Like, but mm. it, it and even, covered even that main guy. Days. Oh, yeah. That main guy was talking about the fact that it was almost impossible to cut and chew and swallow the first bite. He said that my jaw wouldn't even open. Yeah, the one guy threw up. But he said within two days, it's a mental. It was thing. just completely normal. It's like, a mental. This thing. is what yeah. we have to do. That's what you, you have know? to do. Yeah. And he said they even even to the point that they because they didn't. There want was to a eat guy very, that held out. 
Yeah, our girl, died, held girl a woman held out yeah. and died of starvation. Um, mm. I think she weighed 55 pounds when Damn. she died. Dude, the one guy, uh, the, the other climber that went with Nando, I can't think of his name. You said An- Antonio, or I can't think of his last name. Sorry, the C. But that. he fucking lost like 96 pounds or some shit yeah. by the time it was all Half over. Half of his body weight. Fuck. Yeah. And they weren't like overweight guys in the no, first place. No, they were rugby, rugby players. players. Rugby yeah. players in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's crazy. Like, what well, you think about the chick that was holding out? They're like taking pieces over to her. Like, come on, you gotta eat. Right. You gotta eat. And she was like, nope. Fuck, that's tough. So um, I would. Totally and then do they it. they said, and then it was oh, even like yeah. they were even talking about like the the like we realized that cooking it was cooking it was hard to pull off because it was hard to light fires or cook them anyway. But it made the meat infinitely well, there's no, there's easier. no wood to burn, and all they could burn was like seats. Maybe they might right. need that for. But warmth. they were cooking the. They were, and at altitude, it's super hard to have were, a fire. They were cooking yeah, the no flesh. Air. Yeah. Um. But they they said that they were that eating the cooked flesh was a million times more palatable and easier to deal with, but it was hard to do. And they also realized that eating the raw flesh just had more pure nutrients because you weren't cooking You're anything cooking out, out of it. Yeah. So, but then Think about that, Brad, you said you do it, but like, it I'm, depends. This is tough. I like, mean, it all depends if it's my kid. It's your kid. I don't know. Probably not. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. I mean, fuck, no, dude. It wasn't anyone's I, I don't kid, even know. I, I know. Sisters and moms. I, I, I know. I mean, just thinking about it. Or it's me or it. Dave. It's a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or a friend. Yeah. Or even somebody you don't know. You have, you really have to, I, you could say you would all day long, but then you have to put yourself in the situation. Like you I would really eat you have guys to be there. for sure. Like I, like I'm right. not, I know that it would be weird, but I would get over that shit. Well, but it depends kid, if you want to live. Yeah. yeah your kid, kid's a whole, right, is a whole I mean, other deal. Fuck, dude. No, yeah. I feel like we would definitely, I'd even eat you guys it. before I ate my dog. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we would definitely do it, <laughs> Well, fuck. but it's just a matter of how long do you wait and how guilty do you feel? Right. I mean, cause all, all of them, yeah. but one did it, you know? Yeah. And I suspect that was just pure religious conviction. I mean, I think. I think like, like if I had to eat my kid, I probably wouldn't be okay if I did make it. No, yeah. you know what I mean. No. Like I, I like coming no. back, like I made it. Right, I probably couldn't live with. Right. I mean, right. just my my child dying in the first place, yeah. like probably in your arms right. or with you, whatever. Right. And then doing that, I yeah. I don't know. I I'd probably mull over that I couldn't do it. I, I, I wouldn't be able to live. I after couldn't be anyway. holding the fucking piece yeah. of broken window, cutting it. That's for sure. Right? Yeah, they had to make yeah. a knife out Someone of broken else better window. Someone else better hand me that piece. The, like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. It's a hard. That is a hard, yeah. hard thing. And and you know, like I said, it's easy to sit here and say, yeah, I'd do it, whatever. You know, but really putting yourself in a situation. It's a tough situation. Fuck yeah. I mean, because yeah. you don't know the fear. Right. You don't know the actual feeling. You know, of being mm-hmm. in a plane wreck in the mm-hmm. fucking Andes. You right. know. <laughs> I mean, I eat your you don't fucking know. I go for your calves you first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it even said that they started by eating the skin and the muscle and that it yeah. took a long time before they were like, I guess we have to eat his fucking heart. liver and his heart and his brain. Like it took oh. it like they, they, they mm. went. In the brain, they're, they're having to get a rock and like bash someone's head open and get that shit mm, out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Although the, I'm sure there were plenty of heads that were already bashed open. Yeah. That one dude that was blind already. Yeah. Uh. So 17 days after the crash, as if this wasn't bad enough, a fucking avalanche hits the plane. Yeah. 17 Um, days in, they've made it. Like they're making it that far, decided to eat their friends. And in the middle of the fucking night, they get buried. And this is horrifying. They had a guy that was like a specialist in search and rescue talking about what happens in an avalanche because like so much pressure, it will like tear down concrete buildings. It will tear down steel structures. There's weight. So like when an avalanche hits you, they're like, your fucking feet will go behind your fucking head and then you're packed. 
Like it'll put you in the worst agonizing position you could possibly think of contortion where you're like doing the fucking splits. Like one leg went this way. One leg went that way. It's behind your head. Your face is touching your fucking crotch and you're like, you can't breathe. And you, it's like the worst position you could think of holding for one second and you're stuck completely packed like that and suffocating. And you're going to live, you're going to live for three minutes like that. Yeah. Unless someone digs your ass out. Right. And you might be broken because it bent you fucking backwards. So, but I don't think they had it quite that bad because the they were I in mean, the plane it filled with snow um eight eight people died from the impact you know and the suffocation because like after. one guy got out and then started digging another guy out and then that guy started digging a guy out but they had three minutes to dig people out and they ended and up you probably fucking, don't even know that i wouldn't have known i had three minutes well you know you, what i mean you were thinking you like live, yeah. yeah and then they well, no, it was that up. same badass parado mm-hmm. who found a fucking pipe and punched it through a hole in the top of the fuselage to let air get in. That's later though. Otherwise they that's all would have after suffocated. They, that's after they dig out the whatever eight people oh, or whatever. Like okay. so eight people get buried and they have no way out. So they have to sleep on the dead people that are under them right. because they're still buried. There's not even any room to dig them out and they already died. So they have to sleep on top of them, but they start to realize, Oh fuck, we're packed in this thing like a tuna can. We're going to run out of air. air. This isn't real air. So then he finds that thing and pokes a hole. And then they fucking finally dig it. That happened on the 29th and they didn't get out of the plane until the 31st because they finally did Halloween. So yeah, you crash in a plane, have to eat your fucking friends An avalanche fucking hits you. They fucking dig their friends out. Some of them live. They make it past that. Then they finally make an air hole and make it a little longer. (laughs) Then they fucking get up to like the fuselage and fucking dig a tunnel out like painstakingly dig a tunnel out only to find out there's the worst blizzard ever and they have happening. to crawl back in the fucking hole and sleep on top of their friends and eat the friends because that's all the other ones are buried outside yeah, under the right. blizzard. They're gone now. So well, now the, they have the to eat their friends that were up. just survivors hours before. Yeah. They have to start eating Who their just friends. They just died in that talk- avalanche. Yeah, they just talked to them. Yeah. Like, that's fucking terrible. Jesus Christ. Like, it just doesn't get any worse, dude. God was just fucking hating. Yeah, yeah. that's the Battlestar Galactica whiteboard right mm. there. Let's erase eight more people off of the fucking survivor that's list. Insane. So... Once they finally get out of there, um, they decide we've got it. This is up to us. We you have almost to have to feel guilty, like being alive at yeah. that point, because yeah. it, it's happened. Why am really. I the one? Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you're, right. you are just in the right place. Right. At the right time. Right. Like at that moment, wrong place, at the wrong fucking time. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Uh, if you're trying yeah. to survive. Right. I mean, right. Like, yeah, fuck dude. So the main badass Roberto Canessa and then Numa Turcati and Antonio uh, Vizintin um, were all basically uh, going to go and try to find a way out of here. And um, they were given, they were told the, the weather was getting better. So they said, you guys don't do anything. You don't stand up. You don't fucking go anywhere. You don't do any, cause everybody save else it. is having to melt water, right. do whatever you need to save your energy, eat your friends and sit here. And when the weather breaks in about seven days, it'll be warmer. You'll be able to move better. Um, you won't be as close to freezing at night and then you're going to go and, and, do and they this. had tried a couple times to go find the tail section of the plane prior, but they were just too malnourished, too fucking cold. Right, they just right. couldn't fucking do it. So now that it's a little bit warmer and they've got a little bit of nutrition going on, these guys decide to, to make their way out. They um, think that they need to go West, but there's a large mountain on the West. So they decided to try to go East and see what they could find to the East. And um, they were hoping they could find a Valley that would 
U-turn them and get them back west, which is how right. they get out of the mountains and down to. to they also Chile. know that they know where the plane came from because they know the direction they came from. So like the fuse, the the tail section of that plane is back there somewhere, right? right. But it could be on the other side of a mountain, right? Like, you exactly. Don't know. Um, so they walked to the east for several hours, and then they found the tail section um, with the galley. So they found luggage. They found chocolates, three meat patties, a bottle of rum, cigarettes, extra clothes, comic books, and some medicine. They also found a bottle of uh, sherry because at one point they talk about drinking the sherry when they're climbing over the mountain. Unless that was in the original plane, but I can't imagine it wouldn't have already been consumed. No, they found more alcohol when they got to that part. Right. So they made a fire in um, in the... a fuselage and they ate food and read comic books um, and stayed up. And then they, they found the batteries for the radio and they were like, hot shit, we can finally fucking call somebody. But they discovered that the battery, there's two batteries and they each weighed 53 pounds. Yeah. Batteries Jesus are heavy fucking as fuck. Christ. So then they decided it's going to be easier if we go back to the plane, tear out the radio console and bring it down the hill here and then do the work here and then get a radio signal. And they showed the pictures of the, after they cut the radio, there was like 200 wires on the back of the radio Fuck. thing that they pulled out. And he talks about it. He was like, so we thought, you know, this one guy had installed his own radio. He system was an amateur house. electronic guy. So he was yeah. the guy, but I was yeah. like, I picture they like hooked up speaker wires and right. some shit, right? right. Not yeah. this. Right. And so they cut that fucking shit out and there's a picture of where they show the bundle and they're like, we got two battery wires. There's 200 wires here. Like we don't right. have voltmeters. Right. We don't have a background. We don't know what the fuck. Well, it turns out it wouldn't have worked anyway. Right. It's a 110 system or 115. 115 system and 12 and, volt batteries. Right. 24 so, volt batteries. Yeah. So there's something else going on with transformers that are upping voltage and converting right. shit. You right. couldn't do it if you wanted right. to. But they spend days trying to do it. So then they go back to the fuselage and realize no, we're gonna have to climb over the mountain. Um, couple days later. Uh, Two more people died from gangrene. Um, that story was then, crazy. This guy was giving him CPR, and then he finally just was, he was like, I'm going to die. And the guy kept giving him CPR and kept him alive, kept him alive until he was so phys- physically exhausted. He told the guy, I, I, I just, I can't even do it anymore. And he stopped. And then the guy like died. Like he kept him alive. Wow. And then the, but he said the guy smiled like, fuck, it's over. Yeah. Like he got, he knew peace yeah, was coming dude. because this well, and, shit's and the over. guy tried to help him. Yeah. But the smile was more like, Oh, thank God. This shit's you over. You don't know. Yeah. Well, you I, know I guess I don't know, but that's what the, that the guy said. <laughs> he just thought it's something funny. That guy doesn't fucking yeah. know. Yeah. He's like, I think it'd have been like, I just thanks. farted. Yeah. I think, the, I think the realist, I mean, I think, maybe he saw his family. Like, you don't, uh, yeah. when you're, when you're fucking dying, you know, you're seeing shit, you know, you're, you're member, you're, you're remembering things, you know? So, so, um, they and then this is also the same day that the woman who hasn't eaten anything died weighing 55 pounds yeah um she didn't help them out much because no, she now didn't. she's so small she doesn't even have ass to eat no they can still eat her skin though that was the first part they uh, like to eat it's not a lot of nutrients um then uh they heard on their radio since it's been fucking months Oof. that their since the weather has changed and summer is up that they're going to uh, resume searching, but in a much smaller scale because they're not looking for survivors. They're looking for the fuselage and the bodies, you know, because the thaw yeah. might be happening. Right. right. Yeah. The thaw should be happening yeah. right now. That was um, a nightmare. 
So again, the th- so three of them, Parado, Canessa, and uh, Vicentin, climb that mountain for three fucking days, get to the top, realize we don't have any fucking food. We woefully underestimated well, they thought this. they were going to get to the top and see green valleys on the other side because they thought they were where the pilot said. Right. But and they then, also didn't think it was going to take three days no, to get to that. No. To that they talked crest. about that. They yeah, thought they were, it was going to be three days to get to help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They thought yeah. they were going to get to the top and see green and be like, okay, now we'll come down the mountain and we might be hungry for a little while. But it's kind of wild, man. They got to the top and they saw that shit. The one dude, like Dave described earlier, was like, oh, fuck, I'm out. Yeah. And he jumped on like a fucking piece of a seat. It's like, like the desert. You get down. up over the top right. of the desert and it's, it's just more desert. desert. Yeah. yeah. But those dudes sat there and had a heart to heart and they were like, for one, they said they appreciated the beauty of the summit. They're like, think if we yeah. weren't if dead we weren't men. If we weren't dying. We, yeah. yeah. If we weren't dead men, how beautiful this is. And the other thing that sucks is one of the two was like, I think that's a trail over there. It was a road. Yeah. And they were like, it's not a fucking road. And they talked him out. They argued for a long time and then decided to go a different direction. But it was a road. Mm. Like if they and also like 11 miles away from them was a fucking shutdown ski resort. But they said that they couldn't <laughs> cross the river. 11 miles. Oh, they man. could not yeah. get across that river. Oh. If, it, if the, There was a guy that was like an expedition guy that went and relived their whole thing. He went to all the spots. He climbed the way they had to climb and went went through their path and he said that there's yeah but n- could that guy have lived for fucking months no you couldn't you know have done what i mean that. like yeah, that's what i'm saying like, that, no i'm right. just saying like you don't know what they could have done you well know? the water was it was too far across and the water the it moves too fast and it was might frozen, have been frozen yeah and then right. he said the he time. couldn't you couldn't cross it yeah that um, makes sense. but when they get to the top they they fucking look and it's just like lord of the rings it's fucking in every direction mm-hmm. just fucking snow-capped mountains and they're like fuck it's like five more of what we just did and like it's daunting yeah. but they ah. they're staring at it and they notice that off in the distance there are two uh, mountains that don't have snow on them and they're right. like well fuck like they're we're probably not going to make it but they said we've been through all this shit he's like we've done yeah. all these things together he's like let's die together right and he said fucking, we may we may be walking to our deaths but i would rather walk to meet my death than wait for it to come to me you and i are friends nando we've been through so much now let's go die together yeah yeah, yeah fuck, it. fuck it. Let's do it. What, I mean, fuck, dude. What are we going to do? <laughs> like, fuck, you see what luck we're having. You want to continue eating here. dead people. Yeah, waiting for another avalanche. Do something, fucking, yeah. you know? Yeah. So they just fuck. fucking hike, dude, and, and through like the craziest train. Like uh, people that are like explorers yeah. and like these people that are mountain climbers, like experienced fucking people with gear are like, what the fuck? No. That shit with yeah. gear, let alone yeah. no gear. And so they, they said, he said in the interview that I saw, he said that our take was that we would he said it got so bad at one point that we both just wanted to stop and die and we would convince each other to to climb up 33 more steps like don't die for 33 more steps and they would go 33 more steps and then huddle up against the the wind and both of them would just be like, I can't make it. I'm going to die. That's me jogging. And then one of them, one of them would be like, let's just go 33 more steps. Come on. And then they'd be yeah. like, all right. And then that one at the next one would be like, I'm done. I'm going to die. And the other one was like, no, fuck it. We just got to go 33 more steps. You just steps. convinced me back there. <laughs> yeah. go 33 yeah. more steps. We're and going they, 33 they more said steps. They their worst. It was literally he said every he told 33 himself, steps they thought they were going to die. He said, I'm still breathing. Then just keep going. Right. And it's like, you know, might as well finish it out if I'm right. going to die. I'm not That's dead yet. I'll crazy, just keep going. Yeah. So they hiked for several days. No more food. They found a river of snow melt, which had to have just been like... Right, you could drink water without melting right. it on a plate. And it's like, like there's yeah. hope 
like this is gonna go this is gonna go to a river this is gonna yeah, go somewhere somewhere Leading so then somewhere. they follow that, that goes down. to that that ski lodge yeah yeah and then they start to find more signs of human presence they find evidence of camping they found like a, can. a camp and that story on that one was funny it was like they were like this, maybe someone threw it out of a plane or something he's like you can't open the window in a plane like right, he's like right, no this is right. someone fucking dropped this shit yeah, here yeah and so they were like there's fucking hope so they get kind of re-energized of like on, on the nine steps on the ninth day they find cows yep and they got to a point where the snow stopped and the fucking there was like actual green and he could stand on both sides of like snow and rock where he was like there's no more fucking snow like that's huge like yeah, i'm right. not gonna oh, be fuck fucking yeah. frozen like when you've well, been stuck there still for, cold yeah. but um, and so that night so there's one night so they just finally fucking murder that cow they, they settle down <laughs> and, just getting yeah, a chokehold yeah. like just fucking fighting it and the main badass Knessa basically tells his partner i'm done like i'm not yeah. waking up in the morning i can't go any farther that's yeah. the dude that lost 90 this pounds is, this is it and they gathered wood to build a fire because there was finally fucking wood so they gather wood to build a fire, and as they're gathering wood near this river that's too raging for them to cross, on the other side of the river, there's some fucking dude on a horse. Some little vaquero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a little, a mule little... skinner, as they call yeah. them. So it ends up that he's one of three guys that they call mule skinners, and they would take uh, small loads of cargo through impassable parts of the Andes Mountains. And they couldn't talk because the river was so loud. But you have to think this mule skinner is looking at these two like mother. He, he knows what's over there. And nothing he good. Up, he mal- and he, I mean, you have to see their skeletons fucking wrapped up in nothing, you know, and he ends. He can't like for whatever reason. He it was probably because the nights are so bad or whatever. But he ended up uh, communicating with them the word tomorrow yeah. and like had them stay where they were. And then he took off. And then the next day he shows up with two more friends on horseback and they write a note on a rock and toss it over the river. Um, they toss blank paper and a pencil tied to a rock. Oh, and that's right. He, Nando writes the note yeah. and they still have the note. Like, yeah, yeah. So he writes this whole thing. Like, Hey, we were in the, we were the, from the plane crash. We need help. Where are we? You and they're know. in such a remote area. One of the three guys was like, Hey, I heard something about a plane crash. Like they don't even fucking know, they don't know. you yeah. know, they're um, out of the loop. And then they so were, he like, throws that rock back across and the fucking dude chucks a loaf of bread and cheese tied to a rock back oh, across. Oh yeah. Dude. So yeah. So they get some food <laughs> and then they take off and they have to ride 10 hours to go get fucking help for them. So I have to leave them again, but they left them with bread and cheese. Yeah. You know, and they can do back. a fire yeah. now and yeah. they're downhill yeah. somewhat more. They're not in the snow. Um, God damn. So they, the other crew's still back. The other crew's still back there. 10, you're talking about 11, 12 days or something that they're back with a hike and they're frozen in the fuselage. Still, they're still dealing with that. 10 minutes in a helicopter. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) The helicopter had trouble. Actually, the helicopters had a ton of trouble getting there. So they, um, they end up getting them. They put them on horseback. They get them to a hospital um, start to give them food and evaluate them and get them ready. Altitude sickness, dehydration, frostbite, feet scurvy, malnutrition, dysentery. Um, the yeah. one guy had dysentery. Yeah. So, and then they're like, we're going to, we're going to, but they had, they ended up having the foresight to bring the pilot's map. Right. Um, and they had marked where they when they show they them were. on the map, they're like, no, like you couldn't come from there. You're mistaken. Like you couldn't have come from that far. There's, there's no way. And he's yeah. like, no, that's where the plane is at. They're like, there's no way. Right. Like you, you have to be wrong. And so then they, he says, I'll take you. And they get him in the helicopter. Yeah. And as they fly the helicopter back, they are struggling to get at the altitude to get over the fucking peaks of the shit in a helicopter. And they're like, are you sure you're not lost? Like, there's no way you covered no, this ground. Nope. 
you do look like fucking skeletons. You did not hike this. Yeah. And he's like, no. And he's like, look, it's right there. And they couldn't see it. And he's like, I see it. And they're like, holy shit. But it's so crazy. They can't land the helicopter. They have yeah. to land it. It can only land on one strut and yeah, they keep like, the motor on. They like hover and land on one fucking leg and grab like four people. They could only get half of them. They grab uh, four helicopter. people, but some dudes jump off to give the weight to be like, hey, we can, we'll leave for and, we'll and take four. Yeah. Those people stay with the yeah. And they have some food and some warmer oh, fuck, gear. Dude. So they get that right there. Think about gear. that. If you're stuck fuck, there. Dude. And you and that fucking helicopter. the helicopter comes down and the dudes jump off with food and shit Ugh. and fucking old fucking Nando's in there. Yeah, who dude. is it? Yeah. Or yeah. The other guy fucking. <laughs> but they had to, they had to stay a whole another night dude. still. That'll leave still, again though. and come back. Still, with the other, they're not going to leave the other yeah, people. Dude, like, that right? night, I mean, with that food, night, you feel that good. was probably, you got a real jacket night. and some socks and food. But <laughs> fuck that helicopter. And then telling, think about, think about those fucking, the story they were telling the fucking, the, the guys that jumped off of there, dude. They didn't tell them about the, they didn't tell them shit. Tell them about eating those people. Oh, that's no, right. They, oh, that's right. Because they were thinking everybody's gonna think they're crazy. Well, no, it wasn't just that. They wanted to. They wanted to break the news to their families about First. the fact that they had to eat yeah. people without the news being. And they uh, and the yeah. news was everywhere. That makes sense. And so they, they still lied. won't say who they ate. Right. Like oh. because they don't want the family to know. Like some people didn't get eaten. There's like. 12 untouched bodies right, or something like right. that. Uh, so they don't say who got eaten and who didn't get so yeah, eaten. Yeah, they lied about the fact. They said that there was a bunch of cheese that was frozen in some bread and they found herbs and vegetation that they survived on. Which and everybody and knows all that's a lie. They yeah. were like, no, you well, didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> well, uh, 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 they got back. They had fucking Matumbo there, whatever the fucking <laughs> name is. Uh, oh, no, 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 not today. <laughs> but they saw, you know, skeleton legs on people and yeah, shit so where some, they had eaten them away. Someone, took a, someone published a photo of of a half consumed leg. And like I told Brant, I, I don't remember where I saw it. One of the, one of the articles I read that are in the show notes, there's a photo of like two of the guys all bundled up in fucking rugby gear, laying on uh, suitcases in the snow just like giving like a peace sign to the camera that was and it. This was just like while they were still starving to death and someone had a camera and was taking pictures. They found a camera in the tail section when they brought it back. That's okay. when they took those pictures. When Got they it. came back for the radio stuff, they used the camera. Okay. But next to the, these two guys, like literally like me to this McAllen box away is just like a spine and rib cage devoid of meat. Mm. And they're just hanging out next to it, giving a fucking peace sign. Like, I mean, ugh. you were living that life for months. Yeah, you know. So, so the public super starts to judge them and fucking get crazy about right. them being cannibals because they think, well, maybe they went mad and started killing right, people and right. eating people. Um, and so they finally they go to like a Catholic priest or something, mm -hmm. and uh, he's like, "No, you did the right thing. You did right. what you had to do." He absolves them. Yeah, and so he well, a sort of confession, but not really a confession because they don't feel like they did anything wrong. So right. it's technically not right. a confession. They tell their side of the story, but they still, you know, they're all Catholic. So I'm sure yeah. talking to a priest and having the priest, yeah, like, nope, do. you're good. Do like, a couple of like, Marys. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, so in the situation, I think anybody would have done it except. For the lady that died, yeah. But and if those like, two man. fucking badasses didn't somehow climb over that fucking shit, did you see the thing where the guy hiked back to get his son's body? No. So they left a mass grave of like thirteen people. They were going to pull him out. They went ahead and buried everyone in like this mass grave and made like a stone monument thing with an iron cross on it. Uh -huh. um, but this one guy was like, "No, my son wanted to be buried wherever," and they wouldn't give him permission. So he pays and mounts an expedition and fucking hikes in digs up the body because he's told him like mark the bag the body bag or whatever for my son and they marked it or whatever so he hikes in and he's like at the fucking abandoned hotel with his son in a body bag and they fucking arrested him 
and he had to go through all kinds of shit for he got arrested for like grave robbing and some other crazy shit. Right, right. Oh, so he finally like does some legal battle and wins the rights to his son's body and has to, and gets That's the fucking burial. And he obviously that had, to hiked do, he had to do that. In the, he had to do that in the summer, obviously. Must yeah, it wasn't in because you wouldn't have been able to dig a body out. You can go. It would have been like you can go there, like because there's enough roads that can get you close, and then you can hike in during the right months. But you can actually go and visit the crash site. Well, apparently there's a road. Yeah, right. You know, over that mountain. Yeah. However that's crazy. I don't away. think I want to. Nope. I mean, that's pretty. Nope. That's some. That's some savage shit that went that on is, there. Man. Like that's that. For rough. them to survive as long as they nature did. was just go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Like no. well, everybody was the yeah, pilot. Yeah, yeah. Fucking everybody fuck was like the no the fucking the tower. Right. You know. Fuck. Right? They didn't give yeah. no fucks. No. You know. No. Yeah. It actually says the the crash location attracts hundreds of people from all over the world who pay tribute to the victims and survivors to try to understand how they survived. Uh, it says the trip location takes three days, four wheel drive vehicles, um, transport to a village um, near the abandoned hotel. From there, travelers ride on horseback. Um, some choose to walk. Oh, they, they've, and you have to stop money. overnight yeah. um, oh. on the third day to reach the glacier um, where the accident happened. And they named that glacier the Glacier of Tears. Yeah. Yeah, and then they yeah. actually named the mountain, the mountain after the mountain Nando's of, dad. But then it's also called the Mountain of Miracles or something because yeah. they called it the Andes Miracle. Yeah, so that's yeah. crazy. That is a that story. I mean, that's wild, it's, man. It's that, like it's like it's, it's like up, Donner Party. It's up there. That, that I mean, yeah. no, but not even Donner Party though. It's like it's that story is uplifting and fucked up all, all at the same yeah. time. It's like you're like fucking right. like you're like yeah, right. man, they fucking made it, but you're like damn, those motherfuckers died right. yeah. and they ate them like. Yeah. And and it, I, I don't fault them at all. You know what no, I mean? Like no. I mean they they had to survive, but the yeah. shit that happened to them is I just fault half overcoming. the flight crew in the tower. Like yeah, that, those are the only people. Yeah, I fault for sure. Well, so, the plane. I mean, fuck, dude, they were they were doomed from the fucking beginning. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it is a horrible outcome. Yeah. But, but it's I mean, worth, it's worth seeing the movie. I, I just, the movie yeah, was good. yeah, for sure. And and man, like the history documentary is on YouTube for the record. It's about an hour and a half, and it's just the one that has the history yeah. channel symbol on. You it. You stole right, that right. one too, just like the last one. Stole it? Yeah, you stole it. What well, was on there? It's just streaming. I don't know. Let me do. You, you can't it. find that otherwise. Actually, that history no. channel shit. You, you don't stole have an the HBO one. Stole the HBO I, documentary. Most of the time, I pay for that stuff on there. Like, uh-huh. yeah, no, mm-hmm. I use the Sofa King one. You have access to all that. Sofa King pays for it anyway. Sure. I'm good because I know Dave how Dave feels about yeah. that. Okay. The History Channel one though, you can't go get that stuff. That's just where you get it. Yeah, it's it on YouTube. Make any sense to me either. They're just sitting on a fucking gold mine of documentary. Oh, I don't yeah. think they History release, Channel put it have, on there. But they, they could yeah. have their own streaming shit on Fuck, fucking. Yeah. yeah, they should partner. Maybe up they with, do. I don't know. They should partner up with Netflix or something. I'm sure whoever owns them is waiting. Yeah, for that, all, all that, that History shit. Channel shit. A lot of that PBS History stuff, Channel has a lot of. You just have to find it on the internet streaming. Like, there's not like it's hard though. Pay for properly. Yeah, History Channel has a lot of good stuff. Hell yeah, they do. All right. Um, Social Media Winner, Episode 513, the 761st Tank Battalion. Um, Felipe Hinojos is going to win a sticker pack. Um, He's already won before. Yeah, he's won for for sure. Um, For multiple shares um, on Facebook and... uh, we're going to contact you. Frankie Pigeon is going to contact you. and get What you're saying is you, you favor people who share stuff. Sharing's huge for sure. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Piss off your family and make us happy. Um, but yeah, we, you know, like we always say, we have to pay for that stuff. Sharing is giant because your friends probably like shit you like most of the time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're probably into the same shit. Like they like mint chip ice cream. Or if you say it enough, they'll yeah. finally start like coming. That's around. a thing for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, 
finally like, start coming around. Mike Day Francisco, he, mm-hmm. he didn't fucking want to listen to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Kaylee and Nick fucked with him until he listened to yeah, us. Now he fucking loves us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's a bunch of shit like that. Yeah. That one dude, that's a funny story that popped up in the group while back and I remember it. A guy was a truck driver and he dropped his fucking phone switching through podcasts and accidentally hit play on our shit. And he didn't want to listen to us though, but it <laughs> fell under his fucking like into his floorboard, uh, his, yeah. his and he couldn't reach it because he was like driving. His truck made fuck. him yeah. listen to yeah. it, so yeah. he just had to let it play. And then it was like and he didn't it, have to; he could stop it on his fucking radio. No, it was just shit. on his phone playing, but uh, he couldn't pull over because he's like in his truck, and he couldn't reach it, and it just kept playing. Yeah, and then we just wore him down yeah. until he fucking liked it, <laughs> and then he just fucking just wore him down. Became like a fan because yeah. he had to listen to it. There's no. a lot of uh, significant others too, like husbands and or wives that had to ride with people that fucking yeah. insisted on listening to yeah. us right. well that's what the guy i met in uh the 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 man and the woman i met in anaheim yeah he was he wasn't really a listener but his wife always listened and, and yeah and yeah and well i mean he just he was cool he'd come along with her he supported her right. like that's cool like you don't have to listen like you know like but to understand but a lot of times they know, become the they become yeah, yeah or become even a bigger water you become that's right yeah, yeah. all right for so the anyways. record for the record the history channel is owned half by disney and ted turner and half by hearst oh how weird hearst yeah i think somebody really? be getting some of that money so as long if it was owned all by disney it would just or all, all be hearst. on disney yeah. Yeah. uh disney plus oh disney's moving out of california oh are they they're moving to texas well, good for them Maybe some employment thing. That's where Rogan moved. Rogan got that money and fucking left. Went to Texas, built the craziest studio that looks like the fucking Death Star. Have you seen it yet? Uh -uh. Got what money? I don't. I don't. Rogan Rogan. got an exclusive deal with Spotify. He got one hundred million dollars, and he's exclusive on Spotify. So he fucking left California, went to Texas, and his studio. Look on his Instagram. Yeah, he showed a picture of it. It looks like Darth Vader is going to walk around the corner at any minute. It's the fucking craziest. That's why California is trying to pass that law because nobody wants to stay here. They're trying to pass the law that if you leave, if you were a resident within the last. 10 years you still have to pay taxes yeah elon musk that's the law they're out. trying to elon pass. musk is like fucking yeah everybody uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah this this yeah. california is going to be part of mexico again yeah, everybody's saying goners so anyways frankie pigeon's gonna, gonna hit you move. up and uh where are we moving the studio freely. to texas that's where we're moving to yeah, everything's big in texas you don't move to like arizona portland. or utah what about utah no in portland fuck no I, I, have to, I have to kill an Antifa member a day over there. That's fine. Got, yeah, don't no, we go to Portland, dude. Portland's like, not garbage. Portland specifically. No, outside of Portland. No, we're not going to Oregon. I'm, I, I'm, I would go to Oregon. You're going to have to fight no. us on that. I'm fucking videoing in then. <laughs> I got my Samson mic. I'll be here. I'll stay in California before I go to Portland or, or Oregon at all. Fuck so anyways, that. sticker pack. <laughs> Um, also we're part of the Podbelly podcast network go to podbelly.com to check out other cool podcasts like Project Reclamation and Art and Jacob Do America head over there check that out um, also we are sponsored by El Yucateco Hot Sauce that is our primary sponsor it is available at the grocery store you can find it on the internet um, people are getting it at mexgrocer.co.uk that we used to say back in the day because mm-hmm. we like found it on we the internet said it, yeah. but they have found like you can get the little mini they sauce bottles sauces. on it right yes. now yeah, they got fucking that. crazy yes. pocket sauces that you can buy yep. so I actually talked to Teco and that's going to be available to us uh, pretty soon actually there's oh, some kind of weird distribution thing nice. um, so but you can get that if you're outside of the United States uh, there are places to get it 
Um, I know we have fans all over the world that have sent me websites and show yeah. me like you can get that shit in, in no excuse UK, anymore. You can get when, it in Africa. You can yeah. get it all over the place. When we were, when limited we were, flavors, but yeah. if you're completely out and have no options that you can think of, pen pal, just fucking post in the group, dude. There's like, that. Yo, what can I do? To there's get a girl some, in the group. Oh, I can't share a post. I saw, right. Did you see the girl trading the artwork? Yeah, huh. that girl must love some fucking techo. She's yeah. painting like badass art pieces and trading it for techo. Yeah. Like oh, she's painting art pieces and shipping it to people in trade for flavors, and she finished like. I got all the flavors. Like what is she, Caribbean what is she in like a day or some shit she yeah. posted on there? Yeah, uh, she's, she's she's hooked up. Cool yeah. artwork though. Yeah. yeah, so people want that. I mean, there's I'm a way to make it work. happen. Yeah. I need some artwork. I got a stash. I'm at a corner of the market though. Yeah. I thought people were just gonna trade like fucking Canadian yeah. syrup for a bottle of Triple X or something. No, uh, you need like artwork. four or five bottles of syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that artwork for the studio. Yeah, where's that at? If you're listening, whatever that person was gonna paint the mural. What happened to that? Yeah. 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 Well, hit us back up if you yep. listen. Yeah, what happened to that? Anyways, um, El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Go to elucateco.com. Um, they yeah. have a gear store. You can get shirts. You can get hats. You can get all kinds of stuff. What? Nothing. What happened to them? What? Yeah, what, what happened to that? That's my favorite podcast on the Podbilly Network. What happened to that? Yeah. What happened to that? Yeah, what happened to that? Yeah. I'm so lost. It's a, pod, it's a podcast. Yeah, what happened to that? Yeah. All right. They, they talk about things that don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah what happened to that? Yeah, and what happened to them? And Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com to get stickers and printed goods. Use code Soaking Podcast to save some money doing that. Mm-hmm. Also, check out Jimmy D's Tees at jimmydstees.com and across social media. Um, go over and like his stuff and go buy some stuff. What happened to him? Cool t-shirts. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, what know. happened to him? Yeah, ready to go. <laughs> 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 um, what else? Check out. Um, it took a lot of episodes. Yeah, he finally yeah, yeah. did it. SKR Apparel. Go to S U I K E R Apparel.com and uh, check out Nicole's stuff over there. Also, check out the Retro Vague. So, check out RetroVague.com if you're into 80s stuff. There's a bunch of cool stuff over there. And um, I don't know. What happened to them? I don't know. <laughs> what happened to them? I don't know. That's all I got. Oh, your turn. that. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Alex Marino? He's the ho- he's one of the hosts of Yeah, What Happened to That? What happened to that? Yeah. He's like, what happened to that? That might be a better name. I'm going to pass it on. He's actually starting a podcast. <laughs> Is he? He's starting a podcast with Patty Larson. That's kind of a good Is name. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, what happened to that? What happened to her podcast? <laughs> yeah, what happened to that? <laughs> I don't know. See? <laughs> there you go. Alex, Patty, get that shit quick. That's probably taken, though. That's probably taken. I doubt it. I don't know, man. Yeah, thought. what happened to that? That's not, yeah, what happened to that? Well, that's the name. name. That's yeah. the name. Yeah. yeah, what happened to that? Yeah, what happened to that? <laughs> that's pretty good. Get it. Get it right now. Somebody if you're listening, get, get it. it. Yeah. 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 Right. So what are they going to talk about on their podcast? I'm going to buy the domain. Body as parts? As we hang up on buying all the, the various Whatever happened that. to that. Yeah. They're going to talk about whatever happened to that? Yeah. Just different things? Yeah. Like penis size? Yeah, what happened to that? Yeah. Carrots? Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about no carrots. You don't know about no carrots? No. <laughs> Brad just only has phallic ideas over there. Yeah. Just... Remember carrot sticks? No, what happened to them? See? Can't get them anymore. It's all baby carrots. See, yeah. you can spread that out for an hour, you got a podcast. Started yeah. selling slicers. That's what happened. Slicers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you're going to love these nuts. Mm-hmm. Remember flip phones? Yeah. What happened now? What happened to that? Yeah. They came, they're coming back, actually. <laughs> they are. See? They're coming back, actually. Whole episode right that, there. That actually is a really good... <laughs> delete. 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 <laughs> Do you remember... Remember what happened? It's like partially the member berries and fucking like... Yeah. You remember, remember Chewbacca? Yeah, what happened to that? Yeah, whatever that. Yeah, actually, there's a new movie coming out, Star Wars. <laughs> no, you could just talk about shit. That, like, that remember you used away. to have cameras yeah. like that? What happened yeah. to that? Yeah. Remember, yeah. My, remember video stores? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened what? to that? <laughs> That's actually really good. Remember cassette tapes? See, we're on to something. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> he takes notes, writing down. I don't have my laptop. I it can't doesn't like... matter if we want it. We just came up with it here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he he was in denial at first, and now he's. I like, didn't know what was happening. Over. I was yeah. talking about sponsors. I yeah, missed yeah, the yeah. transition. We well, it it we wasn't happening over. yet, and yeah, yeah, then yeah. me and it Dave looked at each other, and then it started happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave knew what I was doing. I felt it. I felt it deeply. Yeah. Yeah, it resonated. Yeah, and, and, then it, just, and, and it just became it just became that. Yeah. Like now it's a podcast. So there you go, Alex. So, Alex, you got first dibs yeah. since you're you don't want member it, of the we'll month. Fuck if he does, you can buy a domain from me. Prince of the Time. He's totally gonna buy that. Domain. I'm gonna go up there and find He's that. He's gonna shit. buy that domain as soon <laughs> yeah, as we get that. done. That's recording. a long domain, though. <laughs> what happened to that? That's not that. Yeah, bad. what happened to that? It's. It, I mean, I don't know. It's still good. Yeah. Well, if it's the name of the show, you're not gonna forget it. No. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we didn't really roast Alex on that one. He just gave him a fantastic yeah, idea did. for a podcast. Did, but yeah. anyway, he doesn't deserve to be roasted all the time. That's true. Um, yeah, it's small cock. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> thanks for being the member of the month, Alex. Yeah. We love you. Uh, uh, if you're on Reddit, go to our... Oh, Tiny Tidbits. That's yeah. his nickname. <laughs> Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. Um, R forward slash Sofa King podcast on Reddit. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Check out, oh, you can check out underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's, Tees, and Pod Belly. Don't forget those. Uh, go give Retro Vega a like, SKR Apparel. Give them a like on there. Um, and that's pretty much it. Patreon.com, black slash Sofa King Podcast. Uh, for as little as a dollar, you get them bonus episodes. And the playlists on Spotify is Sofa King Podcast 2020. That's, that's remember the 2019 playlist. Like, now, what happened to that? Yeah, it's on yeah. there, it's on Fantastic. there too. Yeah, it's still on there. So, sometimes there's an answer to what happened. To well, that. no, that's fine, it's fine, yeah. but you just remember what happened to right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that. gone. Yeah, remember, remember, uh, remember Foster's when it was good. Foster's, yeah. remember Sammy that, Walsh? Yeah, I do. What happened to him? Walsh. What yeah. happened to him? Exactly. He, had a, he had a bad haircut and a bad attitude. Yeah. Well, he's pretty handsome. I don't know about yeah. the haircut. Good haircut yeah. and a bad attitude. There you go. Maybe yeah, I like that. There you go. All right. What happened to him? He got a robe. Yeah. That's what happened. He did. Changes his life. Changes his life. Yep. Maybe not for the better, but it changed his life one way or another. Don't be retarded. You should have knew I was coming. You knew I was coming. Bitch, you should have knew I was coming. You should have knew I was coming. I was coming. Bitch, you should have knew I was coming. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, you should have knew I was coming. Came up from nothing. Shit. Cleaning up toilets in Kansas, my nigga was fucking disgusting. Nigga, you bluffing. Thinking you rapping when niggas like us is not in the discussion. Fucking destruction. Way that I hop on a beat and destroy it without an eruption. Yeah. Oh. Bitch, you should have knew I was coming. Came up from nothing. Cleaning up toilets and living in mansions and fucking the budgets. All the corruption. Cloud in my brain and me feeling like I was just trapped in a dungeon. Fucking combustion. Way that I'm growing and killing these rappers, I feel like I'm hunting. Feels like I'm fighting a battle and war with myself And I'm rapping on beats, I don't see no one else Got the shit off the mud, I don't need no one's help If you ain't showing love, then you fiending, I fell Got my soul on my body, ain't really for sale Got a bitch, she a dotty with tits in the tail Moving this out like Rocky, I'm going retail Niggas carbon, they copies, they do it for deals Yeah, niggas didn't know I was coming, now they do I be doing work, yeah, times two Nigga, you silly, Caillou Nigga, you short, haiku Nigga, we lit, not you Nigga, we blessed, hot you Nigga, I'm next, yeah, <laughs> you should have knew I was coming. Well, hello there. <laughs> Yo, you should have knew I was coming. You should have known, damn. B.
bitch. You should've knew I was coming. I was away for a minute, but now that I'm back, you were done with. You knew I was coming. Lights out. Okay. Look. Bitch, you should've knew I was coming You wouldn't want it, I'm sick of your shit so get used to the plumbing You just in luncheon, it's nothing for you to get drugged And your liver removed from your stomach I'm feasting on you like a buffet, I'm Lucifer's cousin It's pulling up in a convertible coupe and I'm stunting Your carcass is glued to the front end I'm fucking up crews in the dozens I leave them with crucial concussions Who getting punished? Take off your jewels and then run it I'm acting a fool in the public Check out the drip I keep the juice in the oven Life is an everyday struggle But keep to yourself, homie, you shouldn't button Who's interrupting? You should've knew I was coming I'm a gamble like dice roller Hit it blindfolded I've Been a fool, my mind's golden since Middle school had psychosis If y'all see me outside roaming Then I probably wouldn't leave those blinds open I'm known to hit like a cyclone And strike hoes at any given time, so See, my soul has been light pulled for a price, though It was sold like twice, bro To be the ill mind maestro If I die, no telling which side that I might go I'm nobody's disciple So black out your windows And stay in the house with the light Slow. It's gonna be pleasant when watching you die slow. Haha, <laughs> bitch. Uh, you should've knew I was coming. Yeah, surprise, nigga. <laughs> you should've knew I was coming. You should've known. Damn. Bitch, you, you should've, should've knew, knew I was coming. coming. I've been away for a minute, but now that I'm back, you were done with. You knew I was coming. Running.